0: What's up everybody? Welcome to episode 25 of the two player co-op podcast. I'm on your host here Kevin along with my brother from my mother Sean. Thank you all for joining us for episode 25. This is pretty monumental. It is if we were a person we could rent a car for cheaper now. Is that true or is that just something we all hear? We I don't know it's if it's true. true. I uh, don't know. This would be the Nick Anderson edition of yes, the two player co-op obviously. podcast. Uh moment of smart to sure. Yeah, but I I thought about that. But moment of silence for Nick Anderson's free throw shooting ability. Still got love for you, Nick. If you don't know what that's in reference to, Google it. Uh, Yeah, we're back. For episode 25. We took off a week. I was in Cancun. Uh drank a lot. Got a lot of sun. A little bit of sunburn. And uh, yeah, had a great time. Um, last time we came to you, we came with our E3 predictions. And we're now back. With an E3 recap.
1: We got a lot to get to. We got a
0: lot to get to. So,
1: let's, uh... I'm drinking hey, beer. what are you drinking? Beer? Cool. I got yeah, my Tennessee honey. He's drinking whiskey.
0: All right. So and let's uh, get right into it. Hey, you know what we got? We got a lot of news. We don't even have time for a sound bite. So... <laughs> no time. This is my most anticipated episode we've ever done. Uh, more than episode one? More than episode one. More than Metal Gear. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Um, E3 is, to me, being a video game fan, it's like Christmas. Um Last week was kind of like uh Christmas Eve, and we'll talk about that first as some stuff kind of got leaked and came out before E3. But this week these last couple days uh has has been it's it's Christmas for us nerds. So let's get right into it. So last week uh first topic here is going to be the pre-E3 stuff that leaked. Injustice 2 was officially revealed uh kind of leaked first. There was a poster for it that came out um and they officially released a trailer there's been gameplay videos and everything since did you play the first injustice no it was i want to say I it played... was a free ps plus game but i don't know if you've it before PS4. i had okay. it, i
1: think i think i played like the crappy free like iphone mobile game oh, version no. of it but no, yeah. no, 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 or it's just like no, tap, no, tap, no. tap 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 yeah, no, 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 yeah. No.
0: um it wasn't my favorite fighting game i appreciated that it was dc um, I love the story, especially thinking that might be what they do for Justice League now. At least Justice League Part One. Um, go back, and you can listen to our uh, Batman vs Superman review episode. I don't know, eighteen, seventeen,
1: something like that. Something like
0: that. Um, this looks really cool. Did you see the
1: trailer for this? Uh, I saw, like, stills from it, but Yeah, I never watched the trailer.
0: The funniest thing that came from this reveal was, uh, did you see where Batman and Superman were fighting in the air? No. Batman's flying through the air. Superman grabs him and, like, throws him down, like, towards the earth or whatever. Completely not realistic at all. But there was somebody did a gif where, so Batman's flying through the air. Superman catches him by the face. And before he throws him down... <laughs> They put like a little uh, word balloon there and Batman says, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I literally, uh, I literally laughed out loud when I saw
1: that. It was It's, just, it's good that you can laugh at that now. Yeah.
0: Hey, the uh, Ultimate Edition is coming here, coming in a few weeks. I got it pre-ordered. All right. So I'm very excited about that. Injustice 2 looks really cool. Um, it's a very different fighting game um, than traditional Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, that kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of RPG elements in this. You can customize your character. You can add armor and different outfits and all this kind of stuff. So it's very interesting. I don't know that I'll buy it, but it looks uh, looks pretty cool, and it's Batman's in it, so that's awesome. Uh, next thing on the list, I was really surprised to see this when it came out last week. Uh, Andrew House talked to, I believe it was the Financial Times, and he said, yes, the Neo or the PS4K or whatever you want to call it. Still doesn't have an official name or anything, but they said, it is real, but we're not going to show it at E3. What did you think when you heard this, Mister Sean? Uh,
1: I mean, did not we already know? Maybe we didn't know. Maybe it was. Maybe I just assumed. I thought we knew that it wasn't gonna. Maybe I'm thinking of the NX. Yeah, I we knew, knew the knew. NX wasn't gonna be there.
0: Hmm. We knew the NX wasn't gonna be there, but we assumed the Neo was gonna be there. And there was even rumors that there might be like a regular PS4 Slim or something like that. But with what ended up happening. Over the last couple days, uh, now I kind of think I know why we didn't get the Neo. But we'll get to that later. My favorite thing about the the pre-E3 stuff is up here next. Watch Dogs 2 was officially unveiled. It's the worst kept secret ever. It's coming out in November like we hoped it would. Um, it's set in San Francisco. The game looks freaking amazing. Now, Watch Dogs was a very divisive 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 game I really liked it it did get repetitive towards the end um, and I had some issues with it Those the two main issues being the driving after playing GTA 5 for 350 hours and the driving being perfect in that game trying to drive in Watch Dogs was almost impossible I remember when I first got the game I streamed it on Twitch for Rasan, yeah. who always gets a shout out on here and I felt like an idiot because I like, I, you know, I did the tutorial and get out there on the highway and I steal a minivan or whatever. And I'm like, I, I look like I've never played a video game before. Like, I can't drive this thing.
1: Is it just too sensitive or it's weird controls no, it was, or something?
0: it was almost like the controls were the same as GTA. However, the, sensi- yeah, it's, the sensitivity was way off. So you would kind of like gta you would just barely have to move the left stick and you would turn gradually and you 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 could feel it and you could it just turn felt it. right it felt right yeah. watchdogs didn't so you would like you'd barely touch it and you wouldn't turn at all okay and then i'm like okay maybe i need to press the left stick further and then you would like, and then you
1: just, just
0: yeah. yeah and i could never get the hang of it motor driving bikes motorcycles and everything was a lot better than cars uh, but it never felt as good as gta um so that's one of the things they're fixing. The other thing I didn't like is you could not drive and shoot. The only thing you could do while you were driving was to hack. And I understand the whole point of the game is hacking and all this other stuff. But you should be able to shoot. I've got guns. I've got weapons. Why the hell can't I do that? Like, right. So if you got in a chase with the cops and your phone ran out of battery because you, you could um, level up your phone. You started with like three bars of battery. You could get it up to maybe seven. And each hacking activity you would do would take off. A certain amount of the battery. battery. Yep. If you ran out of battery, you had to wait for it to recharge. You got 15 cops following you, and if your battery's out, you're like, well, crap, there's nothing I can do. Right. So that sucked. Um, that's two of the things that they've said they're fixing in Watch Dogs 2. Uh, the other things, they're going to have a more engaging protagonist. A lot of people hated Aiden Pierce. I didn't really have a problem with him. I thought he was fine. Um, I like the story. Yeah, he wasn't the most. I mean, he wasn't like Trevor from GTA or something. He was very bland and plain, you know.
1: But I what was about okay with uh, that. Roman. Roman. Oh
0: God, no, he wasn't. He, hey, Nico. Nico, do you want to go <laughs> hack at some of computers? No, he wasn't that either. Um, so they're they're fixing that again. I don't really think it need to be fixed, but Marcus, who is the main character in this game. Um, He's a black guy based in San or San Antonio, San Francisco. Uh, CTOS is their big brother system. And basically it looks like he was incorrectly profiled by CTOS and accused of a crime he didn't commit. So they, it's kind of like minority report and all this other stuff. But, you know, they've got surveillance all over the city and all this other stuff. Yeah. He looks really hip. Like he came, he walked right out of a hot topic. Um, store. I don't really dig that, but it is what it is. All his friends look like they walked right out of hot topic or Spencer's or something. Um, but he's more engaging. Supposedly he's better at parkour than Aiden was. He's going to work together with other friends and all this other stuff. Uh, so that'll be definitely different. Uh, there's more hacking. The map is twice as big as watchdogs one. And I thought the, the map of Chicago was pretty uh, it's pretty big and pretty pretty dense also there's a lot of stuff you could do uh, everything affects your progression so anything you do it's really weird the one thing I worry about this game is how there's a story, but it almost seems like they're just saying, well yeah there's a story, but there's not really like main mission so much like they're saying everything affects your progression. If you go stop a robbery, you level up more and it affects your progression. And you're trying to get these followers. I think it, based on the trailer, it looks like you're trying to get to a million followers um, on whatever social network they've got in the game. So I, I don't really know about that. I hope the story is good. I hope it's not an afterthought. Um, but everything I've seen in some of the articles I've read since it got revealed... I am over the moon excited for Watch Dogs 2, and it's out November 15th this year. Sean, you didn't play the first one. No. What are your thoughts on Watch Dogs 2 based on what you've seen so far?
1: Uh, I mean, the trailer looks sweet. Um, It seems pretty cool in that it's basically... I guess I didn't know how much like GTA it was. I assumed you could steal cars... I yep. assume you can still get guns and stuff, so it's basically GTA with the ability to GTA hack. with hacking. Yep. So, I mean, that sounds pretty sweet. I also like the idea of having it set in a real city, not a fake city. Right. Um, and I mean, for a game like Watchdogs, San Francisco seems like the perfect, it's perfect, yeah, setting for it. So, I don't know. Um, I will almost definitely have to check this one out. Possibly go back and play one, too. I was going to
0: say, if you want to borrow one, let me know. You can have it, at at least to try it out and kind of see what the world is like and how the hacking works and stuff. They have said, like I said, there's more hacking. Um, It seems like you can hack just about everything in this game. Um, You can hack any car now. So even if you're not in it, like you used to be able, you could level up to where you could um, disarm the alarms. You can just steal any car you want. Now you can hack any car to the point where you can actually control the car so you can like move it up you can move it like have it go slowly so you can kind of use it as cover as you get through an area you can have it run somebody over you can strap a bomb to it send it at somebody and then blow it up um, seems like you can do a lot more of the hacking and I'm very interested to, to see where Ubisoft goes with this it's about the only really thing um, that I care from Ubisoft but we'll uh, we'll get to that in a, in a little bit The other big item that happened before E3, uh, this came out just a couple days ago, the Telltale Batman game. We got the release date. It is coming out this summer. Well, not a date, I should say, but it's coming out this summer, and we got the cast. Troy M. Effing Baker is Batman. How awesome
1: is that? I'm having trouble. I I love it. I'm trying to imagine how he'll do it, if he'll go the... Batfleck and Bale route with the really, you know, eh, 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 kind of voice. I or don't, if he'll do it more, just... I think he will... I, I think he'll do awesome.
0: I think but, he'll try to mirror Kevin Conroy, is what I would guess. Yeah. Troy is awesome. Troy, um, of course, I just beat Uncharted 4 a couple of weeks ago. Troy plays Sam, Nate's brother in that, and... There's some times where you you hear voices if you play video games as long as I do and as involved as I do. You can kind of tell when a voice actor is in a role. I didn't ever look at Sam and think anything but Sam. I didn't ever think Troy Baker. Same thing with Ocelot in Metal Gear Solid V. I didn't look at Ocelot and think Troy Baker. I thought a different Ocelot Um, and we covered that in our review. Maybe he was under some kind of mind control himself. You know, he, he did the hypnosis so he wouldn't know who Venom was. So maybe that's why he wasn't like Ocelot and all the other games, but whatever. Um, Troy's awesome. So whatever voice he goes with, it's going to be great. Um, I'm so excited for this game. I haven't played a telltale game before. They're not doing a new engine, but they're doing a upgraded version of their current engine that I've heard horror stories about. And that's the only thing that makes me nervous about this game is how bad that engine is supposed to be and how just jankly it runs and everything. Um, So we know the game's going to be split between Batman and Bruce Wayne, which is very interesting. The only time we've ever played is Bruce Wayne, I think, was at the beginning of Arkham City, right? Arkham City, And a little bit in night, actually. Um, There's one mission where you were Bruce in night, but it was really, literally, it was one one part of one story arc. Right. So I'm interested to see that. Uh, So there's Batman in it, Selina Kyle uh, two face Gordon. Oh gosh. I can't remember who else is in it. Falcone. Uh, yeah, that's right. Falcone. And you know, who's doing his voice? Sully. Okay. There's a lot of names I yeah. recognize, but so, I can't. and then, uh, Laura Bailey is doing Selena Kyle. She was Nadine in uncharted four. So this is like uncharted four meets Batman basically as mm-hmm. far as voice casting goes. Yeah. Um, what was the other name? Willingham is doing, I think two face, um, I forget his first name because I was here willing and to think of a baseball player based on a baseball player. That was all the big things. Uh, anything you want to add there on, on a uh,
1: Batman, sir? Um, I don't really know a whole lot about it, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm certainly more excited about it now here in the, the voice acting cast.
0: Yeah, I don't, I've never gotten into any or never cared about any of the telltale games before. Cause I don't care about walking dead. Um, the wolf among us was supposed to be really good. I just, None of it really spoke to me, so I'm really interested to see how this whole storytelling aspect goes with Batman, and I'm very stoked for this, so I'll definitely be playing that this summer. Of course, it's episodic, so I don't know how long it's going to... It'll probably go on for like a year. Every few months or so, we'll get uh, the next episode, so we'll see how that goes. So now, I thought about going in chronological order um, for the E3 conferences, but I think it's best... I think Sean does also. If we go... What I would say is order of importance to us. Would you agree?
1: Uh, I would agree.
0: So, of course, we're starting with Sony. Oh, my God. So, before we get into all the details here, I think this was the best E3 press conference of all time. Sony's? Sony's. Yeah, Uh, they killed it. They, they There was like, so, so many times in the past with E3 conferences, you have Sean Layden comes out and Andrew House, but then you have all the developers and they just talk about their games. Excuse me. They try to play the games and it doesn't work and they just talk, there's too much talking or they talk about the Powers TV series and all this other crap that nobody wants to hear about. This was just, hey, Sean Layden here. Uh, we're going to show you a bunch of awesome games. Here they go. Enjoy. And they did it and they friggin' nailed it. And they started off the conference. I didn't say this in my predictions. I should have said it, that it was going to lead off. Because I knew it was either going to lead off or close. And I thought Kojima would close. So I thought God of War would open, but God of War is real. God of War 4, God of War, whatever you want to call it. It's real. God of 4? God of 4. God of Thor. 4. Oh my God. So let me set the stage for this first. So, I got a big work week going on right now. I'm not going to say where I work, but my boss is in town. All her managers from across the world are in town, and uh, we had an all-day meeting, and then we were going to go to dinner and drinks after, so I actually had to miss the uh, Sony press conference. Um, Normally, I would sit on my recliner like an old man. I'd watch the press conference from beginning to end. I didn't get to do that this time because we were out to dinner, but I'm still watching Twitter. Um, I'm hitting refresh. I'm scrolling down. And I'm sitting at the dinner table with everybody. And I'm like, I can't take it anymore. So I just put my phone on mute and I'm watching E3 and I'm watching the trailers and I'm just kind of hiding my phone. I don't care. I couldn't take it. Cause once I got, once I found out that God of War let off the show, I was like, okay, I can't take this anymore.
1: Right. What did you think about God of War, Sean? Uh, I'm excited. I can't say I was very surprised. Then. Right. Worst kept secret of all time. I'm excited for it. Um, It definitely seems like they're taking it more than just the setting. They're taking the game in a different direction. Um, Both uh, the gameplay and the setting, obviously, and Kratos himself, who, uh, like you were saying, is actually still Kratos himself.
0: This blows my
1: mind, like, not just another, I mean, we'll, we'll get to this later. of Kratos, yeah. Yeah, it's not like Link and all the Zelda games where there's different, I mean, yep. it's it's still, it's him. A more subdued, bearded
0: Kratos. So here were some quotes, because after I did our rundown here, uh Marty Sleva, who works for IGN, who's awesome, he's at McBiggity on Twitter. A um, couple quotes here from, he, he got to play God of War, hands-on, the demo. Quote, Kratos, and this is from Corey Barlog, not Balrog, not Street Fighter. Corey Barlog. Quote, Kratos believes that being a god is a disease. And that rage is a side effect of that disease. And he's terrified he's passed it on to his son. Kratos is Kratos. This is not a new Kratos. No. This is our Kratos, which blows my mind. And here's another quote. We've already told the story of the Hulk, We want to tell the story of Bruce Banner now. Hmm. That's awesome. I like it. So, to me, the demo, first off, beautiful. Every Sony game makes me think, why do they even need to come out with a Neo? Right. Like, this thing's running. Now, it came out that it's running at 30 frames per second. I don't really care the game is beautiful. If it's not 60 frames per second, I'm okay with that. Cuz I've never I've never seen any it's just beautiful. Every God of War game has pushed the system it's on to the absolute limit and it looks like this is going to do the same. To me completely different, not even just the the tone and how Kratos is different. And Kratos is is very reserved. He's not yelling like you see him start to get angry. Well, for well, so let's see what it, So the demo starts out there's a little kid playing around, and he says something. You hear his dad talking like, we need to go hunt. I'm hungry. Go get us a deer. Okay, Dad. And he walks out of the shadows, and it's like you said, it's Bearded Kratos, and the crowd goes nuts. Walks out. Camera angle's completely different from every other God of War game. It's right behind him, kind of like Last of Us or Dark Souls, which is what I, I say. Looking at this game, it reminds me of, I haven't played Dark Souls, but everything I've seen in the game. God of War now looks like it's Last of Us meets Dark Souls. Which to me means it looks like it's going to be slower gameplay whereas in the past it was just square, square, triangle, square, square, triangle, square, and your Blades of Chaos are going everywhere, the Blades of Exile, whatever they are in that game. This looks more like a lot of exploration. You hunt in this game. Um, your child is with you, it sounds, throughout the whole game. So this is a story of a father... And his son, which of course is going to affect me and make me cry probably and all that crap. Um, it's It also has some elements of Tomb Raider, I guess. I still haven't played the new Tomb Raider. I can't wait for that to come out this fall. I'm surprised that wasn't actually at the press conference. Yeah, The rise of the Tomb Raider for PlayStation. Um, But yeah, so the one battle we saw was with this huge... It wasn't a Cyclops. I don't know what that thing was.
1: I uh, I don't know what I would call it.
0: It reminded me of a Cyclops battle in God of War where you'd pull out the eye and all that. Right. Man. But you beat them, and he's, he tells his kid, okay, you know, he's got him down, basically. He's like, give him the kill shot. And he misses. He shoots Kratos <laughs> in his shoulder. Kratos is like, oh, screw that. He takes out his axe. He doesn't have the, the blades anymore. He's got an axe. He kills the thing. He looks at his son. He's all mad. He's just... No, never mind. He just pulls the arrow out of his shoulder. And he's like, "Okay, let's go. You need to hunt." Um, it is such a different take on Kratos that I won't be surprised if a lot of people who love God of War are upset with Don't this like game. do like the new Kratos. Yeah. yeah, can't make everybody happy though, right? They're they're gonna if they kept him the same. They just did God of War four, and it was more of the same. People would throw a fit. If they changed it, the other half people are going to throw a fit. I absolutely love it. Especially with everything Marty said in this this article he wrote. Um, But he's... And another quote. This game is about Kratos teaching his son how to be a god. And his son teaching Kratos how to be a human. I like it. That's deep. So... What I want to know, and, and it did say, Corey confirmed that this is set after the events of God of War 3, but he didn't say how far. So this is somehow, and if you watch the trailer, Kratos has his scar on his stomach from when Zeus stabbed him. And uh, Colin noticed that like on his neck there's an Omega symbol. And the other thing is, even before they said, yes, this is the same Kratos, he gets the Spartan Rage in the demo. How can you get Spartan Rage if he's just Norsean? I don't know what the word would be, but
1: yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it'll all make more sense as we get closer and closer.
0: What other thoughts you got? I thought this was the absolute best way they could have started this press conference and the hits just kept coming from there. kept getting, I wouldn't say better and better because I think that was the high of their, of their conference for sure. Um,
1: but any anything else you want to add a god of war um i like that it seems to be more at least in the early stages it seems like it's more uh a story a game about kratos yeah the other game is it seems like it was more about all the other gods and what kratos is you know you're just going and hunting them all down whatever whereas this is more it's a story of kratos it seems i don't know it's 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 and it it may be totally different right right and it may be a totally different game by the time it actually comes out but i'm wondering if all of the the gods are going to be more kind of subdued like if it's just in general the game is more subdued or it's still just as crazy were they more subdued Kratos? So
0: one of the other things in this article was that they didn't want to show a big set piece like fighting Kronos or something in right. like God of War 3 because they said that's in there. And we expect them to do that in a God of War game. They said that's in there. They wanted to show this human side and the emotional side and everything. Um, Man, I'm so excited to see. I, God, I hope this game comes out next year. I hate that they didn't give a release date. So I, I'll get myself half a point. I've
1: got to imagine it's next year.
0: I, I think I was way off on the date. I, I, this will be their big fall game. Yeah, this will be fall 2017. This will be November 2017. Is probably what it's going to be. Uh, we'll see it again at PSX. Um, maybe get it. They'll say 2017. Then and then they'll show it at E3 next year, and they'll say the release date is what I think will probably happen. I'm so stoked. I I, I cannot wait to play this game. Up next, so Sony Bend finally revealed their game. Sony Bend, of course, they worked on all the siphon filter games. Uh, They did the Uncharted game on the Vita. They've been silent for years. Colin keeps predicting at every event that they're finally going to show their game. He was finally right. Uh, Days Gone. The the rumors was that it was going to be called Dead Don't Ride, that it was going to be a zombie post-apocalyptic game with motorcycles. All that's right except the title because they had been copyrighted or there's com or something like that. Yeah. The name of the game was Days Gone. Um I just don't care about zombies.
1: Um other than something we'll get to later. Yeah, I don't really care about zombies either. It's
0: okay, true. I, I guess
1: I shouldn't say <laughs> I don't care about zombies cuz there's something it's, I
0: really care about coming up later. I
1: don't know. It might be good. I'm sure it'll be a good game. Um I guess I just don't care about zombies in, what am I trying to say? When it's just crazy. This looks like it'll almost be, I mean, you can make the argument pretty easily that, I mean, The Last of Us is zombies, more yeah. or less. It, when right. they do zombies in that light, and it's not like The Walking Dead, just zombies everywhere and kill, kill, kill. And World like War Z. Dead, right. Yeah, all yeah. those zombie games. I'm with you. I don't I don't care. This seems like it'll be more towards Last of Us than yeah. Left for Dead and all those other right. zombie games. So, I'm still eh, it looks cool. I'm it not, looks beautiful. Yeah, I just I, personally not much of a interest in it right now, but Yeah.
0: I I guess we'll see. They didn't release a date for that. So you got to think that's a late 2017 game also, maybe 2018, I don't know. Um I don't think either of us have anything more to add on that. Next, the thing we all us PlayStation nerds never thought would happen. Last Guardian actually got a freaking release date. It's out October 25th of this year. They had a new trailer. This was a crazy trailer, whereas everything else has been really reserved. It's like, "Ah, oh, oh, I got a bird dog and I'm doing a puzzle and he's helping me out and everything's nice and calm. This was like no things aren't calm. There's two bird dogs. There's an evil bird dog, and then you see the kid or whatever. I don't know the the main character's name in this. And then he's hugging bird dog at one point. It looks like bird dog is dying. I'm like no, no. But now um now that there's two Bart, there, there's two bird the the a, I can't I can't. There's a good bird dog and there's a bad bird dog. One of them's gonna die. And either way, it's gonna suck
1: watching that happen. Yeah. So you're probably not going to be playing this game. I'm playing this game. I have to. I
0: just for the sheer morbid curiosity. Like this game was literally announced ten years ago. Like it's as bad as Final Fantasy. Wow. It was announced ten years ago. Supposed to come out on PlayStation Three. Here we are, at PlayStation Four. It's finally coming out. It's got a release date. I almost want to get the collector's edition to get the bird dog statue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I will, but like, no, I've I've got to play this game. And that's the thing. So I almost want to go through here and tally up how much money I'm going to be spending on games uh, because it's going to get get rough. I don't know if you've been following Last Guardian like I have for all these years because you're not as big a nerd as I am. But does the game interest you? Does it... I detect from the trailer uh, when they announced it, I forget when it was, at, at PSX, and they said it's real and it's coming back and it's coming out this year. And then this trailer... I get a vibe of a certain game, a vibe, a certain game we're going to talk about later, and I want to know if you get that vibe also. Without swords and
1: stuff, but... See, I don't have enough... Yeah, like you said, I haven't been following this game as much as you have. Um, It definitely looks good, and certainly it has piqued my interest. It's one of those things that... If it's been in development for this long... It's got to be pretty what good. What is it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, is it that you said it's, uh, yeah, October? October. So, uh, maybe it'll be a good birthday present for me. Uh, yeah. But we'll see. Um, I, yeah, there's definitely a lot of, a lot of things that have been announced that I'm kind of doing the math in my head as well. That It, it looks like I'm going to be spending a lot of money. So, but I
0: think it's going to work out for me, so... Last Guardian comes out October 25th. I got to think, it's not an open world game. It's very linear. You're going to do the game. You're going to be done. Probably 10 to 12 hour game. So I'll beat that before Watch Dogs comes out November 15th. Um, Excuse me. Then it just comes down to, am I going to buy Call of Duty just to play Modern Warfare? Right. Or not. So I don't know. I think I'm okay this fall, uh, but we'll see. So after that... We got Horizon, Zero Dawn gameplay again. Of course, it's got delayed until fe- February 28th, I believe it is, of 2017. Um, the game just looks beautiful. Her hair is beautiful. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The, the amount of work that had to go into animating her hair just is probably more than I could fathom. Yeah. Um, so it looks awesome. I like the RPG elements. I'm probably going to feel bad about killing these robot dinosaurs, which is a really weird thing to say. But I do have one concern. And I'm the only one that I've seen mention this, so maybe I'm way off base. But to me the voice acting was very it wasn't like Resident Evil One.
1: Right. Yeah. See I didn't get that. I thought it was I mean See now I I kinda want to go and watch it again. It was just like looking for it. Oh,
0: I really need to hunt this dinosaur. Hmm. Maybe I'll go around this way. Like, it's just something in the delivery, and like when the dude ran by her, something to me was just off. And I don't know if I'm just focusing, if I'm trying to nitpick or something, because the rest of the game is so beautiful, and I'm I'm buying it a hundred percent. There's no, I'm playing this game without a doubt. Um. But what, what what
1: did you think about the trailer? I I think it looks. Yeah, like you said, beautiful. Um, I can kind of picture her hair, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) Between you raving about the hair and the bad voice acting, I kind of want to go back and watch the trailer again and keep an eye out for these things. But no, it's probably uh, a game I will be getting. There's no release date for this yet. No, February 28th. Okay. So that's a weird...
0: Yeah, and the only thing around that time we'll get to... um, here in a couple topics, uh, but that comes out a whole month before it. Yeah. So the other thing that I noticed, or I didn't notice, but it's just, and and Colin mentioned this as something he's looking forward to, but I want to know why are there these robot dinosaurs? Like we know this is a post-apocalyptic world, but these things, there, there's, there's something going on with this story that none of us can fathom right now because we've just seen Eloy is her name she's going off on her own to find the secrets of the earth and all this other crap why like it would make sense if you're in a prehistoric game and you're hunting dinosaurs because the dinosaurs are dinosaurs they're living things right they are carbon-based life forms robots aren't robots i mean are robots building other robots or is there what i think it is well what what do you think is going on with all these
1: robots um i don't know i i really don't know i don't know if it's like a um kind of like what's her name ray in star wars if it's almost like scavenging i don't know i no yeah it your, just seems like is. maybe it's just one of those things that Nobody understand nobody gets what's going on, and it's it's supposed to be that way and as it as we get closer to the release date, everything will kind of become right a little more clear, but I think it's just something you're not supposed to get
0: yet, yeah, see like I wonder if they're even if they will show us any of the story like I yeah. think there's there's one group of humans that are making these things or they're doing they're controlling them somehow to just have absolute power and control the earth and all this other crap, which what does it even matter if it's if there's bad not Earth, much. if there's nothing yeah. there. But maybe that they, they help to control the resources and they've got all their food that they need and water and who who knows what it could be. Um It could also very well be that an AI became sentient and took over the earth and started building robot dinosaurs and we were all screwed after that. Um, But I'm very interested to see where the story goes. I can't wait for this game. Um, uh, Another game that makes me think, why the hell do they need a PlayStation Neo? Right. That game is incredible. If it looks like that, yeah. Like, Uncharted made me think, why do they need a PlayStation Neo? And these games are probably going to look even better than Uncharted does and that's hard to fathom right now.
1: But think of when i mean maybe this isn't true for you but for me phone just (laughs) vibrate sorry i'll turn that off was that a butt dial yeah yes (laughs) um when you look at like hd tv and it looks beautiful and you're like Wait, now they're going to have 4K. What's the point? Look at home, right. how good this is and then you get? see it and you're, you're like, like well, "Holy crap, I can see okay. every window way over there." Yeah. Right. So, I'm sure it'll it'll be something like that, but I almost don't want to see it cuz I I'm not unless something drastically changes, I'm not getting a PS4K. Right. And so I almost don't want to Part of me doesn't want to see what it will look like because I'm sure it will be beautiful and then it will make non-PS4K not look as good. Unless there is
0: some kind of trade-in program. which A I, very generous trade-in program. Something like half <laughs> or even, I don't know. I don't think there will be. I, I wish, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Anything else you want to add on Horizon? I can't wait for this game. I definitely want to play it. Sony, you're 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 robbing me. I just hope you know, that. <laughs> but it's all justified. Yeah. Next up, uh, I want to get your thoughts on this. So Detroit Become Human was the next thing. Um, well, I'm going
1: to go ahead and disappoint you because I didn't get to see this. Dinner. Um, because okay. I was watching the basketball game, but I saw a lot of people on Twitter like raving about it. So, <sighs> okay, so it's a David Cage
0: game. Quantic Dream. They made Heavy Rain. You probably heard of Heavy yeah. Rain. I don't think you played it. No. Um, Beyond Good and Evil. Beyond Two Souls. They might have done Beyond Two Souls. I can't remember. It's a very kind of choose-your-own-adventure style of game that he makes. So this trailer, it's Detroit Beyond... Become, Become Human. Um, set in the future. Androids. All this other stuff. They're becoming sentient. They're making their own decisions and stuff like that. So the trailer is basically there's an android that's gone rogue. He's holding a little girl, seven, eight years old, over a roof with a gun to her and all this other stuff. They send, the good guy send in an android to negotiate. And he doesn't negotiate the right way. The android basically says F you and he grabs the girl and just jumps off the building, kills her, kills himself. Horrible! I'm like, well, this is now you've killed the mood completely. Then they rewind and they say, okay, but here's what you could have done differently. You could say, okay, I'm going to say this to him. Okay. He reacts this way. Okay. Now I can, I can shoot him or I can still try to talk him down. Okay. Then if I do that, so it's, 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 it's really is like a choose your own adventure style of game. Right. I never played heavy rain. I heard great things about it. The other games, people are kind of like, eh, um, Very artsy-fartsy. You know, like... This game just doesn't do it for me, is really all I can say. I think some people are really... You either are all in on this game and you can't wait to get it, or you don't give two
1: rat's tails about it. To me, it just seems like... uh, I'm sure it's a cool story and all, but it almost seems like kind of a waste of a PS4 game. I feel like you could achieve the same uh effect in like an iphone game there's probably not a lot of action not a lot going on there's not right the graphics aren't even that important i wouldn't think this is purely it's purely narrative game so uh, yeah i don't know It, it seems like it should be an iphone game or a free PS Plus game kind of thing. It doesn't seem like a full PS4 game to me. Yeah, I I hate it. F- I mean, just going by the little I now know about it. But. No,
0: I agree. Like, it's beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful, the, the technology. And this game started out as a tech demo for uh, PlayStation 3 way back when it got announced. It was just called Kara, and she was the AI. Excuse me. She was the Android and all this other stuff.
1: The
0: game looks beautiful, but I just don't, there's, I I don't really care about this game at all. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this, please don't get offended. If you want to get offended, wait till we talk about Nintendo and Pokemon. Sean, why don't you take the uh, the next item on here because you pretty much nailed this in your predictions.
1: Yeah. So here we go. Um, just you've got the floor, sir. So Resident Evil Seven ah! has been announced. Uh, but but what is the subtitle? uh Resident Evil, I guess seven colon bio biohazard nailed it, so anybody that listened to that la- well two weeks ago's podcast um I'll give you some credit. this is kind of a joint effort, but yeah, I was saying, you know, I wanted to go back to old style, not four five six style, and then you mentioned, yeah, maybe they'll just call it biohazard and eh, i don't I don't think they'll just get rid of Resident Evil altogether, maybe it'll be Resident Evil. Colon biohazard, mm-hmm. so nailed it. Um, yep. On top of that, um, while they didn't go back to the original gameplay necessarily, since it's first person, um, I didn't quite get my prediction right in that they'll go back to their roots. But at the same time, what I was trying to say, and what I think was more important, was <laughs> yes. I want it to be more puzzle, less action more scary again and they're doing that completely um i before you came over i played through the demo
0: oh you did i haven't downloaded it yet so is that oh, what dad was watching crap.
1: yeah is it so the other day so how does it last compared to PT weekend, I, I think oh yeah, yeah i started playing okay. through i'll shut up now. i started playing through pt and just because i was downloading um gone home which we'll probably talk about next week so i won't get into it now but while I was waiting for that to download, I just randomly decided, you know, I could go for a good scare and loaded up PT and did like three walkthroughs of the hall. And I was just like, nope, I'm done. Gone home is done. Perfect timing. So that was that. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I quit. And then now this demo comes out and it's uh, it's tough because I want to say it's scarier. Really? Um, oh, my God. Part of it, uh, I don't want to ruin anything. I mean, this isn't really ruin it, but there's a part of it where it's almost like a flashbacky kind of thing, and you're not alone. There's, like, other people with you. Huh. And something about the fact that there's other people there, and they're talking to you, there's dialogue, that almost, for some reason, makes it less scary. Like, sci- or PT is just, you... And you're in a house alone with some ghosts and whatever, but it's just you. Right. So that part of it, while still some of it is really scary, um, almost made it less scary to me for some reason. I can't put my finger on it, Um, but all in all, it is terrifying. I, I definitely jumped a couple times. I had... Goosebumps up and down my arms and legs. Um, it is terrifying and. Um, it's very. I know this movie sometimes gets a bad rep, but. I mean this with the utmost. Um, something. I mean this in, as a compliment. Um,
0: it's I'm, very. I just uh, used my PlayStation app to download the demo. By
1: the way, good good thinking. You should play it when you get home tonight.
0: I will after I edit this and post it.
1: Um, it's very Blair Witch esque, mm. and once you've played through, I think you'll hold up. The first Blair
0: Witch, the first one, was
1: fantastic. Yes, yes. and like the scariest thing
0: I had ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah. Continue. Um. So, yeah, and. I know the two of us together, we've talked about how, you know, with PT getting canceled, and after it got canceled, we start hearing about PSVR and how, holy crap, that would be the perfect VR game. Yeah. We got, I mean, it's still undecided as to whether either of us will get PSVR, but if we do, this game's available and. We are getting what we wanted, and I don't know that. I don't know that I could play this game. Do we really want it though? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Are we gonna die playing this game? This one part about. of the demo, I had. I literally had to like stop. I'm like, I don't. I don't want to turn this corner. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't do. It. I had to. I literally oh God, did not move to, my character I, for like a this. minute. I gotta play this tonight. Okay. Uh, okay. Here we go. And I'm just thinking, what if I'm wearing the stupid VR mask? What if I'm I literally feel like i may go insane yeah i i I don't know that my brain would be able to comprehend it and i don't know um if this is in the game
0: that's what or if this is i don't know if this demo is actually
1: resident evil 7 or if it's like pt is just showing you what silent hills could have been that's one thing i'm slightly worried about is i hope this isn't just one big tease and that here's That's this like, awesome demo yeah and then the real game yeah it's still first person yeah it's kind of scary but you're gonna it's gonna be like a first person shooter you're gonna no, like i hope I, I hope the actual game is exactly like this there will be there's things where you oh there there's a keyhole or oh this is you know it's it's bolted shut and you know it's like you try to do things and it's like oh you don't have that you need the it's it is resident evil super dark scary atmosphere and graphics first person it is everything other than the first person which now i'm kind of i think if this game was not first person it wouldn't be as scary so right now i'm kind of glad they did first person um if you had asked me before, I don't think I would have liked it. I would have preferred third-person, but no. It is it is everything I could have hoped for, and um, I can't wait to get this game and then never play it because it's too scary.
0: <laughs> so, to to run this down, so Resident Evil 7 Biohazard was announced. It's fully playable in VR, and it's out January 24th, 2017. Um, that tells me they really... I think I added on your prediction saying it would be released Halloween or saying it could be. Yeah. The fact that it's just a couple months after that makes me think they really did want to and they just were
1: like, just, we got to put it, it
0: off a couple months. We, they, They've clearly been working on this game for a long time. So... When they first maybe delayed because of VR. Or well, to get
1: it VR ready, maybe.
0: When they first showed PlayStation VR, people that were there at PSX or whatever it was got to do demos. One of the demos was Kitchen. Have you heard of Kitchen?
1: Uh, you were telling me about that, yeah. and I was wondering if they that was people like that played it since the scariest thing
0: they've ever done in their life. They're strapped to a chair. Game? It was actually Resident Evil. Okay. And the funny thing is, if you go back and look at the kitchen logo.
1: The T is The T is a seven. I'm yeah. like,
0: you sons of... Just like Resident Evil, the V-I-I. I, I. I'm like, I love you, Capcom. Don't ever change. <sighs> so is this what PT slash Silent Hills should have, could have, would have been, do you think? The
1: demos are very similar, honestly. Okay. Um, I think... Yeah, if this turns out to be if the actual game turns out to be just just like the demo, that's exactly what I had hoped Silent Hills would have become okay. after P T. Okay. So assuming this game doesn't hmm. get cancelled like Silent this Hills will, did, yeah. um, it may be this may be the scariest game. I mean, the demo is pretty scary. If they don't screw up the actual game and keep it true to what the demo is, it'll probably be the scariest game ever made.
0: So you ne- you scar- need to play this. <laughs> I'm
1: going. I mean, it's downloading now. Okay, good. Um, it Honestly, it. Ta- there are a few different endings. Okay. Um. Yeah, you can. It's short. Okay. You can beat it. Pretty much the first time, because you won't know what you're doing the first time. It almost kind of holds your hand, and then you can replay it. And knowing what you know, you can do things differently. It's that kind of thing. But you can beat it the first time through in... An hour? Ten minutes. Oh, really? Okay. It's sure. yeah. Okay, so then I but can play this tonight. But that may get delayed depending on how much Scared. time you spend I mean, like me you're like I don't want to go around I don't around want this to corner. Turn
0: the corner right like so. I saw some people were tweeting about the demo that they showed at E3 and they're like why would you open that pot and there's like a brain in the pot oh, or yeah. something like that I don't even know what it was and there's like a, a cockroach, cockroach on just hand. crawling in out there, out there. Yeah. I'm so stoked um, so well I'll ask you this question after this next thing so speaking of VR it's coming out October 13th yeah. And they showed three games that ooh boy, we're going to talk about here in a second. Uh there's a Star Wars X-Wing Mission Battlefront, you know, they said there's a Battlefront experience coming, whatever that meant. Now we know it's you're in an X-Wing, you're dogfighting in space in a freaking X-Wing. Oh my god. It's even if it's only like an hour. Uh, oh, so another thing that came out, um PlayStation Universe, I think. Um, to give them credit, we're the ones that tweeted this that PSVR games are going to range anywhere from nine ninety nine up to fifty nine ninety nine. So it just depends on the game. Okay. Um. So there's a Star Wars VR game coming. Do like the the sounds and everything. like just looking in that cockpit view. I'm like, oh my god, this is what VR was made for. But then they announced what VR is really made for. For me, <laughs> there is a. Mother, freaking, Batman, Arkham, VR experience game, whatever you want to call it, coming. You don the cape and the cowl. You become the Bat. And when I saw this, I was like, okay, I I guess I'm in. Like, I can be Batman. So the game is Are you know wear your Batman Halloween costume. If it'll fit over the headset, <laughs> so. This is set. This is what's so cool. This is made by Rocksteady. This is not something they outsource. This is in, they confirm this is in the Arkham universe. They wouldn't say when it takes place. However, I
1: mean, Joker's still alive.
0: Joker's talking. Well, well but, but, man. Joker was talking in Arkham. Yeah. Oh, you didn't get there, but sorry. Spoiler alert. Six month old game. Um, what am I saying? Year old game. Um, But it is a VR game. There's no combat. You can throw batarangs and stuff like that in the Batcave. The game is Batman the, the Detective. You show up to a crime scene. Do you want to know what it is? What? Nightwing's dead. His neck has been snapped. Really? He's dead. So this is in the Arkham universe. They've confer- Roxanne has confirmed that. Nightwing is alive in Arkham Knight and in all the DLC for Arkham Knight because you play as him. That means this game comes after Arkham Knight which means Batman did not was die at the end of Arkham Knight. Nightwing? Yes. Nightwing was only... Uh, Jason Todd? Or dick. Dick. dick Grayson? Yeah. All about the dick. So hmm. now I'm like even more than the VR experience, all this stuff, you're basically telling us Batman did not die at the end of Arkham Knight. He's still alive because the only way he could be investigating Nightwing's murder is if he is alive because Nightwing was alive throughout Arkham Knight and everything after Arkham Knight. That's very interesting. Not only that, Final Fantasy XV, <laughs> Sean is compatible with PSVR and you can play as Prothmo? Prothro? Protho? Prothmo? Prothro. You're in a car with a chick with a blonde hair and a hat. I don't really know. Um, Noctis like, looks at the camera is like, hey, I got a PSVR headset <laughs> Um I, I don't know if that really tickles your fancy or not. I think it's really going to be like, hey, you can walk around inside of...
1: Right. I, I don't care about it in terms of the actual final fantasy gameplay i think ever since i mean final fantasy 7 is a great game and all i mean the original i'm talking but the graphics are they are there they're not ancient. until like final fantasy 10 did mm-hmm. they start looking really good so from 10 on i could almost play a final fantasy vr game where you do nothing but just walk around the world Spira or Ivalice or wherever. And it's like, I mean, it would just be beautiful. I feel like and a cool place to walk around, but as far as the gameplay, I don't, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I don't really care about that too much, but, but it's the same. It's, it's not a different game. It's final fantasy 15. Right. So I'll definitely be getting that. If I get VR, then
0: yeah. Yeah. So now the question is what I was going to ask a few minutes ago. Now that we're here, Are you sold on
1: PlayStation VR? And I can give you my answer first if you'd like. I feel like I'm sold... Again, I would like to know for a fact that the experience in general is not diminished without having a PS4K. Right. If that is the case... I think I'm sold enough to ask for it for my birthday. (laughs) I don't know know if I'm sold enough to go buy it for myself, but it's like, if I get it for my birthday, and it turns out that it's not that... I can't imagine it will just completely suck. There's no way. I'm... Part of me is worried that... I don't think it'll go the way of... Move. Virtual boy. Virtual boy, yeah. But... I'm wondering if it's going to end up being a fad, like 3D TV. Like, stop trying to make 3D TV happen. Nobody cares about it. Like, whatever. Right. I'm hoping this isn't something that comes out and then everybody's like, eh, all right, well, that was fun for a little bit, but maybe it'll be like the week where the novelty so. wears off. I, I don't know. I, I would like to be able to play it. I'm sure. I mean, it comes out October 3rd, two and August. a half weeks before my birthday, assuming it's even available. I was gonna say you might not be able to even get it for your birthday, right. Mom may have to just go and Stay wait outside and at for the week midnight, yep, yeah. I would like to be able to play it before I ask for it, yeah. But I feel like if I wait long enough to be able to play it in a best screwed. Buy or whatever, I've already waited too long and I won't be able to get so
0: supposedly they are sending units to best Buys and GameStops. I don't
1: know if they've released the list, but it's gonna be playable at some stores, so before it comes out or not yeah okay then yeah. i don't i I'm pretty sure I'm sold um unless more information comes out between now and then that. Reverses that. I, I would think anything that comes out between now and then would only make me feel stronger about it, unless, like I said, somehow it comes out and says, well, to really get the true experience, you need the PS4K." Right. I'm not going to spend 800. dollars No. I'm not. Gonna I'm, not buy I'm not getting a PS4K exactly. and a
0: PSVR. I'm not going to do it. Nope. But after just seeing what little bit I've seen of Resident Evil, because I haven't played the demo yet but it's downloading now that coupled with a little bit I saw Star Wars plus being freaking Batman (laughs) Batman, I'm like okay you got me Yeah. as long as like you said as long as I'm not going to have a diminished experience if I keep my regular PS4 I think I'm in yeah the thing that sucks like you just said I don't know if I can even get it now because I think all the pre-orders sold out and it's coming out October 13th, but I'm not going to go I'm too old for that crap. I'm not going to go wait in line at the GameStop or Walmart or Yeah. Something like that, but um I am more what's the word? thinking about I'm more concerned likely to buy PSVR than I've ever been before. I guess maybe there's not a word. Maybe I'm just more likely to buy it than ever was before. Um, just based on E3. Based on really based on Resident Evil. Okay. And Batman. Oh that's the
1: other thing. Batman is coming out in October. It's not you Yeah. I can tell you after you play Resident Evil, that will only go yeah. up. Now if you're hey, already sold before playing it, then you're you're as good as sold.
0: And the other thing I'll say if you're listening Campo Santo or Sissy Jones, if any of y'all wanna, you know, update Firewatch to where I can play that in PS4, just walk about, or PSVR, just walk around that beautiful world in VR, I'm sold. Or
1: I wonder, for a game like that, that is just a straight up walking simulator, I can't imagine... The conversion to vr would be that difficult
0: no it's just doing the programming to it's one thing if you're doing like
1: and, shooting and yeah. having
0: all these interact but it, it's a very not that there's anything wrong with that it's, it's a, a very, very simple, simple game, game. Yeah. yeah
1: so i would think i don't see why it couldn't be done whether it will be done or not remains to be seen but yeah i'm i'm with you i'm i think i'm sold i can't wait uh next up was call of duty do you want to talk about call of duty I don't know. It's honestly, of everything I did see at PlayStation E3, I think I care about this maybe the least. Yeah. I I just don't care. I I don't care about Infinite
0: Warfare. I want to play Modern Warfare Remastered. I think I'm just going to hold off and be like, eventually they're going to put it out on PSN or something. Yeah, So I don't really care. Uh, Lego Force Awakens trailer. It's a Lego game. If you played Lego games, they're great. It's 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 I feel like if you've played one, you've played them all. If you if and if you've seen the movie, then you can imagine how the trailer went with some extra humor added in and all that crap. Uh, but then Sean and Layden came out. Time out. You skipped one. No, I know that's what I'm gonna do. Oh, Sean Layden came out to the Crash Bandicoot. I yes. Think. And in the background, you could see Crash, but it wasn't really Crash. It definitely looked like it was kind of Skylanders-ish, which turned out to be true. Uh, So Sean Layden walks out, and his shadow, like they had the big LED board or whatever it is on the floor. His shadow is actually not his shadow. It's Crash, and it's awesome. And he announces the unthinkable that, well, almost, never mind. Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, and Warped, Warped. I think was 3, are being fully remastered from the ground up for PlayStation 4. They're working with Activision. Everybody wants Crash Bandicoot to come back. Activision owns it now. Sony doesn't own it. This is probably the best news you could hope for. Sean, tell me about Crash Bandicoot.
1: I've honestly only played the first one. And I don't even know why. I probably played it at... I didn't own it. I probably just played it at EB Games or whatever. Okay. I can't even think of anybody I knew that owned a PlayStation PlayStation 1. I don't know where I would have played this. Tom did. But all I
0: remember playing on his... Tom Johnson, if you're listening, I love you, buddy. Um, All I remember playing on his is Battle Arena Toshinden.
1: Yeah, I... I remember it being fun. I don't think I ever got past maybe the second or third level. But I'm curious to see if it is truly a remaster, if it is just going to be the behind-the-back camera, just you're running down a path, and you got to jump and yeah. dodge boulder. Like, right. Is it the same game with graphics, a, or are they going to do A camera it? you can move and right. all this kind of stuff. Yep. So I don't know. It, it's cool that they're bringing it back. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's cool. I don't think I really care too much about it. I can't see it being something that I'll buy unless it ends up being something like Ratchet and Clank, where it's like, no, right. seriously, this game is fantastic. This, yeah. Okay, then. I still
0: need to beat that. I need to, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm glad. It's cool that they brought it
0: back, but. There are people who lost their freaking minds over this. So Tim Geddes, who's also kind of funny with uh, with with Colin and Greg and Nick and all that, um, is the biggest Crash Bandicoot fan ever. And they put up so the way they did their E3 stream is they had E3 playing on Twitch, and then they had they would add commentary to it in the bottom corner. And when he walked out to the music, he was like, Hoo! "Shut up." no, this is not, no way, oh my god, is this happening? And then he said something about Skylanders. He's like, oh my god, no, no, not like this. And then Sean Layden announced it, and he's like, uh, oh my god, oh my god. Like he, he basically started crying on the stream. He was so happy that they were remaking Crash. Um, I haven't really played any of the Crashes before. Um, This is one of those games, though, I think I did miss out with us being Saturn kids and not PlayStation kids. Yeah. We definitely missed out on it. Um, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll probably buy it just to play, I mean, three games for probably 60 bucks, maybe 40 who knows, um, that are so beloved. I feel like I owe it to myself as a gamer to play them. And If they make a lot of money off this and they make a new Crash Bandicoot from the ground up for PlayStation 4, which I think is why they're doing this, say, okay, do people really want this or do they just say they want this? If they want it and they're going to buy this, okay, we'll look at doing a new Crash. Um, I'll help support that dream for people. Maybe I'll fall in love with the game, but we'll see. ah next up so we did our predictions
1: uh last episode did i nail this
0: or did i
1: nail this i'm gonna guess that you nailed it because you're talking about it that way so I remember exactly what your prediction
0: was i i didn't nail it 100 because i said it would close the show but everything else i pretty much nailed yeah Andrew House comes out. They actually listed him on the stream as Andy House, which I thought was hilarious. Nobody's going to call Andrew House Andy House, but whatever. He says, yeah, yeah, one of the best gaming minds in the world come, is coming out, and here he is, blah, blah, blah. The curtain comes up. This dude starts walking down. Like, the yellow brick road lights up, and there's this epic music because they've got the orchestra there and all this other stuff. The Kojima Productions logo shows up on the screen, and I tear up, honestly, teared up watching this on mute i teared up so the <laughs> funny dinner. thing
1: is i didn't know that you were watching it i figured you were just pissed off know. at dinner well yeah i figured you were just following on twitter or whatever but i was tempted not five ten minutes before that just to text you and be like oh my god Hideo. it's metal gear and then you're gonna be like shut up and shut I'm up like, and no, i'm, I'm checking kidding. it's like no it's and crash, i'm like nah, i actually thought that would be kind of mean and then he actually did come out and then, but yeah, you were already watching. But so Kojima walks
0: out. His beautiful logo of Ludens, the just the black and white one, pops up on the screen. Standing ovation. Everybody in the crowd's going nuts because they know everything this man's been through and how much he means to the gaming industry. And he says in a very Kojima accent, <laughs> basically, "Hello, everyone. I'm back." And people lost their mind. I that I I probably was sitting at dinner crying. <laughs> I was so, oh my God, I couldn't, I could not be happier. Um, Then he says, I've got something that I want to show to you. Uh, Here it is. And then the trailer plays. And the most Kojima, if Kojima made a trailer that wasn't Metal Gear, it would be something like this. So the trailer opens up and the song is playing and turns out it's I'll Keep Coming, which is what he said when they released like the face The face shot of Ludens with his eyes and stuff, it said, I'll keep coming. And that's the song that they played through the trailer. Kojima, by the way, said that the Ludens has nothing to do with this game. I call 100% BS on that, but we'll get into that. So you see there's a naked dude, and he's there in this wasteland. He gets up, and then he sees a baby that has, like, a cable, like an HDMI cable going from his belly button to the baby. And he goes over, and he picks up the baby, and then it... The look of this naked dude, before you see his face, was almost like... For a second, I was like, holy God, it's Snake. <laughs> they they sold Metal Gear to him or something. And then you pan up and you see it's Norman Reedus. And that was almost even cooler than it being Snake. So it's Norman Reedus and he holds the, the baby, which is... Norman Fetus? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. So he's holding the baby and you, there's there's so much symbolism in this trailer. We could probably do a whole podcast on if we really went into this, but he's holding his, what I assume is his baby and he's just crying and the music is swelling. And then he looks down and he disappears and he looks at his hands. And his hands are becoming covered in oil and he looks down. There's these baby handprints on his leg and he looks up and there's these little handprints and he goes up and he stands up. Um, you look off in the distance. There's these five figures floating up there. And some people have said that no. was a
1: straight metal gear,
0: metal gear, solid one, two, three, four and five are floating in the distance. And he's on this beach with all these dead whales and dead fish. And, Then it the music swells and everything and it says a Hideo Kojima game, which just oh my god, like if I wasn't at dinner with everybody I work with You'd have been screaming. I would have been in tears screaming and yelling at the top of my lungs and I would have woke up all the kids and it's just it it could not have gone any better. It says a, a Hideo Kojima game and then we see the name and it's Death Stranding. And oh my god. I, the funny thing is it's already up on Amazon for pre-order. They don't know when the hell the game's coming out. I might as well pre-order though, because I'm obviously going to buy it. Right. Like, um, if there's collector's edition, whatever it is, Kojima, I will give you all my money. Uh, like, literally, not, well, no, not literally all of it. But I'll give, you, I'll, give you, I'll give you a good portion of my money. What did you think about the trailer before I get into an interview about the game that, of course, Jeff Keighley did with Mr. Hideo?
1: Uh, I mean, you pretty much touched on it all. It was a very Hideo uh, reveal, trailer, whatever. Um, Not uh, Maybe you, being the Metal Gear fan you are, will feel differently. I don't know, but at not one point during the trailer did I ever think, God, this seems weird because it's Hideo, but it's not... Metal Gear, not. I mean, by that point, I was like, "Nope, oh, okay." I mean, I love Metal Gear and all, but that was the furthest thing from right. my mind. It was like, "This it's is a new, a new yeah. yeah, fresh start." Once,
0: once I saw Norman, I said, "Okay, this is it's something new." All these stupid, crazy, and I'll get to that in a second. All these crazy conspiracy theories, they're they're done. It's over. There's. This is a new start, and there's so much symbolism in a new start. I mean, there's a baby in there. There's this wasteland, and he's trying to leave it behind, which could be how it was working at Konami and all this other stuff, but
1: sorry. I could do a whole podcast on this, but continue. Um, And I've already come around. It's only been 24 hours. I wasn't thrilled with the name. I remember when it said Hideo Kojima game, I'm like it's it gonna be called here we go and Luden's and like Death Strand Gear like, Solid
0: or something wait what? What? what that sounds very Japanese yeah uh,
1: yeah it sounds like a bad translation of something yep but that's that's I've, what I thought I've come around it's uh, I mean
0: I'll get to that how a
1: stupid a name is Metal Gear Solid it doesn't even it make makes no sense, sense at all but you just you've heard it enough and now it's just oh yeah Metal Gear right. Solid Metal Gear Solid and that's already yeah. starting to happen with this and I'm sure it will It'll get even better, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm stoked. I can't wait.
0: So Kojima did an interview with Keeley, of course, because they're literally like best friends. Um, this is interesting. So Keeley first asked Kojima, "Have you picked a game engine? No. We have a cu- quote. We have a couple of candidates, but we haven't settled on a game engine yet. So this is really not representative of all of what this game will be." but I think it also is. Um, Norman Reedus is starring in the game as a character whose name Kojima's not going to reveal yet. Guillermo del Toro is not involved. Yeah. Death Stranding is not related to PT or Metal Gear. Also, he said that Ludens, the company's mascot, is not related to this game. Bullcrap. Let me do a hard stop right there. If you go back, if you look at the second picture of Ludens that they revealed where you can actually see his eyes through the mask and through the skull, I mean, through the you know the visor and then the skull mask and all that. That is Norman Reedus. Those are Norman Reedus' eyes. If you take Norman Reedus and you put a skull mask on him, he's Ludens. So I don't believe for a second that Ludens isn't involved in this. I think Ludens is Norman Reedus. I think whatever wasteland he's waking up in, it, he's going to get the suit. He's going to do whatever. 100% Kojima's lying there because he lied about everything in Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh, he again said that it's an action game. But wait, so do you
1: still think Ludens is the bad guy? No, Ludens is, is Reedus. Reedus okay. is,
0: L- Ludens is the main character.
1: Um,
0: He said it's an action game. and After they get two or three hours or four hours in, it's going to be something completely different from anything we've played before. Keeley asked him about the world and the setting. Kojima laughed and said, well, that's still a secret. Uh, He asked him about the characters aside from Norman Reedus. And, of course, we can see the baby and we can see the, the footprints, the handprints, all this other stuff. Kojima said, quote, there are a lot of elements such as the ones you just mentioned in this teaser. You know, I want for people to create their own ideas. God, I love you so much, Hideo Kojima. Now, this is what I was going to say. So, what does death stranding mean? Quote, So, you call it a mass stranding when you have a lot of whales or dolphins stranded on the beach. When they're alive, it's called a life stranding. And when they're dead and they're stranded, they call it death stranding. So, this means that something from some world comes and is stranded. That's what it means. Then you look at that last shot of the trailer. There are literally... Thousands of dead fish. There are dead whales, dead dolphins, I think I see also. And then you see these five figures floating in the background. So there is something crazy going on here. Norman Reedus, it's called Death Stranding. I don't know if he's time-traveled. I don't know if he's waking up from cryogenic sleep or something like that, and he's missing his family. But he has been stranded, and he has to fight back against whatever force it is that has killed all the life on this planet, whether it's Earth or whatever it is. Uh, and then this is depressing. So Keely asked, "So is it going to take a long time before we can play it?" "Quote Yeah, it'll probably take some time," Kojima
1: replied. <sighs> what do you think? I take everything Hideo says with a huge, a big old yeah. spoonful of salt. Um. Uh, I mean, uh, by no means do so I think we'll see it this year but i think late next year. And maybe may i mean maybe he's not purposefully lying, maybe he thinks that's still some time away, i don't know, but So I think it's a
0: 2018 game. I think when he says it's a far off, yeah, i think that could be late 2017 or summer 2018. The thing is, this dude said they haven't done any work yet. They don't even have an office. They don't have an engine. They don't have any of this. He shows up at E3 with a trailer. Right. Not concept art, not any of this crap, a friggin' trailer. I said as soon as they revealed that concept art for Ludens, that wasn't just the black and white, but the actual 3D rendered, all this stuff, I said, you're full of crap, Kojima, and I love you for it. I'm not mad, but you have. you're a lot further into development of this game than you let on. I could not be any happier. I think they should have closed the show with this. But everything other than that, I friggin nailed with my prediction. That's about all I got right in my predictions, <laughs> but
1: I nailed this one. Anything else there, Sean? Um, no, nah, like you said we could do a whole I mean, we have done a whole podcast on Hideo yeah, Kojima yeah. before, but um yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I think it's going to be I don't think it'll disappoint.
0: No. So two more games close out the Sony show. Spider-Man is coming to PS4. A lot of rumors were saying that, um, oh my God, now I'm blanking. Uh, The guys who did all the, um, uh, oh my God, Infamous games. We're going to do Spider-Man because Infamous is basically a superhero game. Put Spider-Man in there and all this stuff. Not true, but Spider-Man is real. Insomniac is doing it, which I think is really cool too because Insomniac lasted Sunset Overdrive. Um, This game is a PS4 exclusive. It looks awesome. I don't think anything that that we saw is actual gameplay. Spider-Man jumping through the building. How are you going to jump through the building like that? Like Spider-Man 2 going through the train when you're fighting Doc Ock and all this stuff. Not you. I mean, Spider-Man's fighting him. Uh, It looks amazing though. The suit's weird with the white I don't know if I like the white. I don't like the white. But if it was black, I'd be okay But he does with have it. the Avengers... Yes, he's got the eye thing going on. Uh, but they did say he's not connected to the new movie at all. So it's just going to be a video game. It's not connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe well, at all.
1: I know we just talked about this a few weeks ago after I saw Civil War. And how I raved about how they nailed uh, the new Spider-Man. The casting, whatever. Yep they've gone back to like toby and andrew with this the voice is not a little pipsqueak no, high it's school older. he's like it's like 20 yes, something i don't know i mean whatever it's it's a dude in a spider suit whatever it's just a voice but i don't know i once i heard his voice i was immediately like i mean i knew it wasn't gonna be what's his name i knew it wasn't tom yeah i knew it wasn't him but then once I heard his voice, I'm like, this is like a, a man in a spider suit. This isn't like a a teenager. Right. I was like, it's well, not like a kid. What are you doing? Yeah. But I don't know. It, I never played. What was the really good one? Spider Man 2? Spider Man 2, 2 or PlayStation 2. Yeah. I've I never, never played, played that. Um, but I see this and it's like, I don't really know what to think. The trailer looks cool but like you said none of this is gameplay this no it's just there's no way and if it is i don't think i want to play it because you wouldn't be able to control it it would just i don't know so i'm anxious to see you know what comes out in the future for this game uh it could be cool i'm not uh, i'm not like bouncing off the walls waiting for it but yeah it looks it looks cool i guess
0: yeah, I mean, I I think this game, of all the games they've showed other than Kojima's, is probably the most uh, far off, I would guess. Probably, um, yeah. I mean, this is, I, I gotta think that's a 2018 game. They've definitely put a lot of work into that segment, but again, if that's all pre-rendered stuff and it's not actual gameplay, they're nowhere near, anywhere near, uh, you know, being ready to actually show that game. And Sony closed out with the Days Gone demo. And again, we've already talked about that. It is what it is. I I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Um I'm not too enthused. It looks great. I just don't think it's my cup of tea.
1: Seemed like a weird way to seemed like a very anticlimactic yes. way to end the show. Of I all ended, the games they yeah. announced.
0: I don't know. I would have ended either with Kojima or Spider Man. Either way would have been better than Days Gone, I think. Right, yeah. Do we miss anything from Sony, Sean? After an hour or so of talking about it. Uh, I think
1: we pretty much covered it all.
0: All right, next. Again, not in chronological order, in order of importance. Let's talk about Nintendo, which is really just talking about Zelda. Uh, Oh, wait, but they also showed Pokemon. Uh, Nobody cares. (laughs) Shut up. Do you realize what happened today? You were in meetings and stuff, so you don't. Yeah, I didn't get to watch it. They started Treehouse Live with the three-minute trailer of Zelda. It looked awesome. They revealed the name and all this. It's like, okay, let's talk about Pokemon for freaking one hour. They showed stupid-ass Pokemon for an hour. (laughs) And everybody on Twitter was like, okay, I love Pokemon. Just stop. Like, Nintendo... For as good of games as they can make, they are so tone deaf when it comes... To, they, they do not know how to do these live events. They do not get it. Like, you see... Especially, we just got done talking about Sony and how they might have had the best video game conference of all time. And then it's like, hey, here's Zelda. And, like, Jason Schreier from Kotaku tweeted, you guys like Zelda? Yeah. You guys want more Zelda? Hell yeah. Okay, here's Pokemon for an hour. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. But we're not going to talk about Pokemon here. I don't really care. Um, Legend of Zelda was officially revealed. And we got a name. The Breath of the... Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I think it fits in perfectly with what this game is. Or what it looks like this game is. Um, So, oh my god. I don't know where to start. Um, Sorry about that. So they showed the demo for the game. Um, They showed gameplay throughout the day. There's a bunch of articles and everything. I've watched it. Sean's watched it. Sean is the Zelda guy. Um, We haven't shared our thoughts yet up until now. So I don't know what he's going to say. He doesn't know what I'm going to say. But I took a bunch of notes for all the changes and I filled up a whole piece of paper. Um, College ruled. Wow. Not wide ruled. So let's start with this and we'll go through this rundown. Then we'll give our thoughts on this. This is probably going to take quite a bit of time, but it deserves it. These are in no particular order, but I'll start from the top voice acting for the first time. I think we've actually got voice acting in a Zelda game aside from. (laughs) Well, no. Okay. So first time in a Zelda game. Uh, So you start out in the resurrection shrine, which is weird. So apparently this link, whichever one it is in the timeline, I don't understand. He's been, dead asleep whatever for a hundred years he gets resurrected they introduce you to the sheikah slate which is basically an ipad right they said they're introducing technology i still don't know how i feel about that but this ipad thing is used to generate bombs and
1: everything you no longer have to like and you can like mark enemies and stuff. yes so
0: i will see um there are no longer hearts you have to collect food and use them when you need them um, uh, there are potions and elixirs you can make, but definitely they've changed the uh, health regeneration from every Zelda game in the past. Lots of different clothes. Um, there's different armors they showed in the trailer and stuff. Uh, when you see the menus, it looks like there's countless different you know clothes combinations. I just want to know, can Link have a friggin' hat? I don't like that he doesn't have the hat. <laughs> the tunics look great. I want a hat, and I did not see a hat, and that's very concerning to me. Yeah. Link can now jump. For the first time ever in a 3D game, he can jump, he can climb. Weapons deteriorate. I still don't know how I feel about this. Um, so he's walking around the world and the Temple of Time is there, which is so cool, but it's in ruins. Very interesting. Also all of Hyrule is in ruins. Very interesting. Enemies now have life bars. This is very RPG element, I would think sean knows more about that than I do. Um, But he's attacking these bow goblins or whatever they're called. And you see their little red life bars above their head. And when you scout them, I think you can see what their levels are and stuff like that. It's very RPG-ish. Definitely different for Zelda. There's now a noise meter uh, next to the map. So can you do stealth attacks is what I wrote down here. Yes, you can. That was confirmed. So you can sneak into encampments at night and all this other stuff and steal their their goods and and kill them if you want. All that other kind of stuff. Uh, Like Sean said, you can mark enemies and you can see where their enemy levels are now using the iPad. Uh, Sheikah stone, I mean. Sheikah slate, sorry. Um, When you go to cold areas, like I talked about, there's all these these different clothes you can get and stuff now. Um, if you go to a cold area, you have to have a warm, like a sweatshirt or something, for Link to wear. Otherwise, his health will drop and you will die. Kind of like how if you go to Death Mountain in Ocarina, you got to have the red. If you go to, th- if you want to swim underwater and stuff, you got to have the blue tunic, stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> Hyrule is friggin' huge. It is twelve times the size of Twilight Princess, and I still haven't played Twilight Princess. I'm going to this summer, but that just sounds incredible. It is a real open world. You can go anywhere from the beginning just like Zelda 1, which this has never been done in any of the 3D Zeldas before. Apparently, you were always restricted where you could go to start out. Um, And you had, like we've talked about, there's different hubs slash stages, you know, Kokiri Forest or Death Mountain or the Castle or Lon Lon Ranch. Um, uh, You can now hunt animals and chop down trees. Um, there's a stamina meter, which is used for climbing, running, gliding, etc. There is a hang gliding thing you can get at some point. So if you jump off a mountain, you can coast down. It just looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, you can cook food and make elixirs with the ingredients that you find throughout the world, apples and all these other kind of things. Uh, the funny thing is they actually have kind of like a phantom cigar from metal gear. So if you go to a bonfire, like if you care, out, clear out an encampment of enemies, um, And you get to, uh, there, if they've got a bonfire there, you can sit by the bonfire and sleep and you can pass the time. So if it's, if it's nighttime, you can make it go to morning. You can regenerate all your health throughout that time. It's pretty cool. Very Metal Gear solid ish. Uh, what else? There's a few dungeons, but there's also over 100 shrines, which are all puzzle based things. They're kind of like mini dungeons, um, and if you solve these areas, you get items, um, you get different magics, and it looks like you'll get heart pieces and stuff like that. But these places can also be used as fast travel to get throughout Hyrule. Uh, Link is a dude. He was always going to be a dude in this. He was never going to be a chick when they first showed this game. Anuma said something to the effect of, well, we don't really know if this is Link, whatever. He was basically trying to say, we don't know if this is the final design of Link. He wasn't saying he might be a girl. Um, Link is a dude. He was always going to be a dude. Because of all the fan speculation, that's why they made Linkle, I can't even say that with a straight face, in Hyrule Warriors. But Link's a dude. He always was. Uh, interesting, the gamepad does nothing. It doesn't do the map. It doesn't do inventory, anything like that. When they originally unveiled the game they showed the first gameplay, they showed the map on the gamepad, kind of like they did for Twilight Princess. I think they did it for Wind Waker 2. But the game was made so you can just use the pro controller if you want. You don't have to use the gamepad. Uh, One of the interesting things, so the weather changes all the time. If you're holding a sword and you're in a thunderstorm, you can get hit by lightning. And you can die. You can also throw your sword at the enemies, hope they pick it up and get struck by lightning. I thought that was pretty cool. It's survival-based, but it's not really like Metal Gear Solid 3 or anything like that. All the stuff you do is to regenerate health. It's not to keep your... Um, so you don't you don't have to worry about getting hungry and eating and all that other crap. It's really just to regenerate your health. And the last thing I have there, there wasn't really any story talk, which with a game beautiful like this, I don't know that it really matters. Uh, somebody did say one of the conversations they got into, Ganon was mentioned. So Ganon, of course... He better be the you know the the big bad, and it looks like he is. <sighs> I'm going to take a breath, and I'm going to let Sean talk now.
1: Um, so you touched on it a little bit, but my first thoughts watching this, not in a bad way, but it seems more like an RPG game. Like Skyrim or it something. It seems like there are many 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 weapons you can get mm-hmm. which i'm not thrilled about and i don't know why that's just the uh, i am adverse to change i like I my like zelda change. games with like link to have a sword you have one and sword you have a better sword, sword and get and the even then, better sword right right so this almost seems like beyond oasis where there's like all of these different swords you just pick yep. up throughout For so long and yeah. they fall apart they break you only get so many hits with them and then they're done so i'm not thrilled about that but it is what it is um i another thing that so i only watched the second one you sent me like the gameplay not the trailer i guess okay or maybe they were both game i don't know um but the one I watched, you know, they talked about how, yeah, you don't find hearts. You find acorns and flowers and meat and whatever, and you can cook it all up and whatever. And Okay. I'm actually kind of okay with that. The other thing I didn't see, I didn't see one rupee. Has that been mentioned? Yeah, Because I know, not to try to make my prediction correct, but it kind of reminds me of final fantasy 12 okay when you killed enemies in that you didn't get gil you got just loot and stuff which you would then go and sell for gil but you didn't get just get gil for killing enemies and it almost seems like that you They're... you get maybe you get loot instead of rubies you get different food things that you can use for health and cook to get better health and things like that but um. Yeah, all the different armors you can get. I didn't see this mentioned, but I'm sure there are many different shields, probably more than just the yeah, two or three that are in usual Zelda games. You can and, pick
0: up, like, if you break a barrel and the top falls down, you can pick up the top and use that as a barrel, as, okay. as a
1: shield. Um,
0: no, I, I didn't see any rupees either. I did see people in articles mentioned. That they didn't see rupees either, but I didn't hear. I didn't read anything about if there are no rupees. If it is just all you got to find stuff and craft it, maybe you can sell it. Like you said, I, yeah. I I don't know that. That was one of the things that stuck out to me too. Is like, okay, I cut down the grass. There's no hearts or bombs or arrows anymore. Where the hell are the rupees? Like, no one has dropped a rupee. Are there no rupees? Right. So, and I so, know.
1: I guess I'm, we're to assume that this. The gameplay we saw was basically from the beginning of the game. Yep. Because they said you were confined. Even though it is open world, you can go wherever you want. They basically said right out, no, nah, you're confined to this area for the beginning. While you, you know, for it the, like a tutorial. Kind I of think thing. it was
0: really just for the E3 demo. Because okay. then another thing I read is you can get to the first shrine in the actual game in like 20 minutes. You can get to the first dungeon in about an hour is what Okay. Anuma Aen- said.
1: Um, but I mean, you're just opening chests and stuff and you're getting, you apparently already have a bow and arrow. You're picking up fire arrows and ice arrows and you no, have you, bombs. so you watch the second, the first yeah.
0: one you had to find
1: the bow. You had to find arrows in chests, okay. but <sighs> so I will say again, not to try to make my prediction correct, but it almost seems kind of like final fantasy 12 and that there's, it doesn't sound like there's these theme level dungeons. And we don't it really know, like but yeah, it's just a bunch of small, I don't know. So they, they've, they've uh, said they want you to be able to go
0: through the dungeons in any order you want. It's not going to be, well, you have to get the hookshot in dungeon one to right. get to dungeon two. Yeah. But they said the one limiting factor there is you have to level up link like, you can go try if you saw any of these these things that look like um the Bemos combined with an Octorok. Um you can fight those things, but if you're not leveled up enough, you can't you don't really have a chance against them. So it's right. like it's open, you can go wherever you want. However, if Link isn't to the level that he should be at to fight these
1: things, then you really probably you know shouldn't see. go in there yet. Yeah. Um The other thing I will say is, I didn't, this kind of took it to a new level from what I was saying, but when I was first venturing a guess that the open world aspect was going to be more like Metal Gear Solid Five, it kind of is that you come across these... Random I, encap- I encampments so... of bogoblins. and it's like you gotta you can sneak around, you can yeah. mark them, you can do stealth stuff, and you got to take them all out. And now it's like your your base It's your you bay and you get treasure, treasure there. A treasure you can pops use up. the fire yeah. to cook. You can sleep. And... I, I
0: when I was watching the gameplay, I was like, I cannot believe how much. If you could make Metal Gear Solid Five and just switch it to a Zelda game, that's what we're watching. It it yeah. blew my mind. Like we both we we talked about that on the podcast, but I'm just like I I can't believe they're actually really like there's there's enemy bases and stuff like that, and you can mark
1: them, and you can go in, and you can stealth. It is like playing Metal Gear in the Zelda universe. Oh, and the other thing I thought was cool that you didn't mention, um, was when you, uh, um, the like bullet time. Thing, oh yeah! yeah when you yeah. like jumped off, they like, said so. It's something sh- like if you sh- when you jump from a high well thing.
0: There's that, but then there's also when you go face to face with an enemy. If you, I don't remember if it's because you can parry with the shield and stuff like that yeah. too. But if you, I think it's if you dodge at the right second, it goes into that bullet time stuff where you can just yeah 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 yeah. yeah.
1: But that that looks really cool. Yeah. Oh god! And the other thing. So, again, I think I only watched the second video, and um, I, I don't even know who, I just kind of started watching. I don't know who was putting it on, I don't know who was talking, whatever, but whoever was talking- it was all Nintendo people. Okay. Whoever was talking was saying, okay, and yeah, you see, you know, so yeah, you see Sarah walking over there, and she's opening up a treasure, and- So now you see. So Sarah's now going to go over here, and and I'm like, timeout. He's talking about somebody playing this game. I hope, and he's not saying. I'm like, wait, is that not Link? After all, are you playing as a girl? Okay, yeah, Yeah, no, I figured that out eventually. But the first couple times I heard, it, I'm like, please, who is Sarah? God, don't. Yeah, but yeah, I figured that out eventually. But um, I don't know, I. It's it's Zelda, but it's not... Kind of. Zelda. It's To me, it seems like Zelda... I mean, talk about my dream game. It sounds like Zelda crossed with Final Fantasy crossed with Metal Gear Solid <laughs> <Okay>. V. <5. laughs> so, that being said, it's not just Zelda. So, I, I'm sure... I will love the game. It's definitely different. Um, even when they've done these different games with, you know, light world and dark world, and uh, well, I guess present and future, and, and low rule. the three different days, and high rule, low rule, and normal link and minish cap link, and all that they've all had the same kind of thing going on. There's two worlds. There's a bunch of, you know, you go to with the exception of link between worlds. You get a new weapon in every dungeon, everything kind of unlocks a new. So even when they've changed graphics and they've changed, you know, what the the second world is in all of them, whether it's big and small and past and future and light and dark, whatever, They've all kind of been the same. And it has worked. It has never not worked. So I'm hesitant. It scares me that they're changing it. Um, Granted, we still know so little about this game, but uh, I feel better... Having seen it, I feel better than I did before. Not knowing... uh, I don't know, I didn't love everything I saw, but all in all, I feel better about the game than I did before I saw what I saw.
0: I think this, with all the talk about the NX and everything that that could be going wrong with it and all this stuff, I think, yeah. I think both of us, along with the live fans, were on red alert that, excuse me, this was not going to be, there was a lot of reasons to be concerned. When I was first watching it, the first initial, the three-minute trailer, I was like, this is beautiful. And the game is absolutely beautiful. I cannot believe that they're playing that on the Wii U. And they've said the NX version is going to be the exact same. I'm sure it will have... Much better graphics and stuff. Like if you look at some of the trees, the branches are just like a straight line and
1: Well, yeah, and like when they when but the he, water when effects he cut are down the tree to yeah. make the bridge and then it hit and then all the all the greenery, they the leaves, go, they just disappear. Like yeah. yeah.
0: So I'm sure the NX version will just be even more beautiful. But I mean for a Wii U game, God almighty, this game looks so good. I don't mind um all the different outfits I want to
1: have. That pisses me off. I want a friggin' hat. Link wears a hat. Okay. I mean, that's kind of how... I don't... Well, it's such a different game. It's hard to say. But that's kind of how um, Skyward Sword starts. Oh, that's You're right. You're in a blue yeah. tunic. You don't have a hat. You, He's kind of wearing exactly what he's wearing there. And so,
0: that's So that's the other thing. Where the hell does this fit? Because I know there's three timelines, or is there two? Based on if the hero time... Defeats Ganon or doesn't defeat Ganon in Ocarina, I think. And everything splits there. That's what I really wonder. Yeah. Where the hell this fits. Like, well, so plus Temple in Wind Waker,
1: is Hyrule is underwater. I don't have any idea about Wind Waker. So. Well, that's what... I mean, all the water in Wind Waker, Hyrule is, has, Hyrule is flooded. The gods flood. I don't remember what the story was. But oh. at one point, you go down under the water and you see Hyrule Castle. And there's like really? ghosts and stuff. It's all underwater. And now you see Hyrule and it's in ruins. So it has mm. to be taking place Before after that. Right. Well, I would say after. Because they're not gonna rebuild it. I mean, in Wind Waker everything's uh, okay. it's not ruins. It's still Wow. It's still a castle. It's just underwater. So here's Now the it's question. not underwater, but everything is ruined. So I would assume this has to be the la- I mean, again the split timelines, whatever. Right. This has to be the latest In the timeline, I would think, unless this is just they're going to do another instead of light dark, they're going to go present and future or something. Unless what would be yeah, what would be really cool instead of light or dark, present, future, big, small, whatever. The two worlds are the two Zelda timelines. Hmm, that would be cool.
0: Yeah, I think my brain just exploded.
1: So and maybe in one of them, huh. Hyrule is in ruins, and then in the other one, I don't know. You're not far off though, because one of the demos
0: I saw, or it was in the trailer, or something like, there's Hyrule in ruins, and then there's Hyrule with all these. Because like you, you walk around the world and you see these. Uh, what do they call them? Scouts or something? These Bemos with the the big, you know, the arms and all this other stuff. They're like rocks. They're just, they're dead. They're done. And then there's other where you see they come to life and all this other stuff. So it it could, maybe that is what it is. Maybe that's what the secret is. Um, The only thing, at, at first I was watching this, I was like, man, I don't even know what to tell Sean. Like, this is really different. I don't even know if this is Zelda. I'm worried. The more I watched it, the more I read, I'm excited. I still don't get the weapon thing. It's cool having Link have a sword, or an axe,
1: or a spear, or, or a bow, or an arrow, different sword. Different sword. or a different sword.
0: But, And I'm fine with only being able to carry so many things, but I don't like them being destructible. And, and the one thing that's really weird, did you notice the actual, when they finally showed the title card for Legend of Zelda Breath of Fire, not Breath of Fire, what's it called? Breath of Wild. Breath of Wild. Did you notice the Master Sword in the logo? i that did thing it looks jacked it's yeah. like it looks old and run down and then and this could lead into what you say it's probably the latest game and then you go down the blade and it's just like all brown at the like towards the tip it's all brown and it looks like it's rusted and stuff i'm like holy crap this is there's i think there's a lot and they said they've shown one percent of the map which right. again in my mind i can't even especially on the wii u i cannot fathom how that's possible there's really something going on here that is even more different than what we've seen yeah and I think that's exciting long story short I'm buying this game whether I whether it is a launch title for the NX and I decide to get an an N X when it comes out or if I just get on the Wii U because I've got one yeah I've got i I've got to have this game I worry about the weapons but I'm uh, all the, the health regeneration and stuff like that it makes sense. I kind of like the 100 plus little dungeons Um with just a few main dungeons. Um It's going to be interesting. We've still got nine months before this game comes out, if it's coming out in March. So there's a lot more time for them to show us stuff. So I'm really... Now yeah. that they finally pulled back the curtain Finally has a name. <laughs> yeah, and they've showed us what the actual game is, I think we're going to get a lot more information in, in the coming nine months or so. Um... And there's a new Mario Party game coming out for 3ds. If anybody cares about that, nobody okay. cares. Okay, we'll move on. Anything else we need to add on Zelda, Sean?
1: Um, I think we've pretty much covered for the little we've seen. I think we've I think we've covered it.
0: The game is beautiful. It is I, beautiful. I, I can't say it enough. I cannot believe that game's running on the. But then again, I mean. Like, Mario Kart 8 is one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. When it's when it's in one-player mode and you're getting your 60 frames per second, it's so
1: smooth and beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I cannot wait to play. I will say, I'm trying to think of something to compare it to, but it does almost seem like it's... Well, we've said this exact phrase before, talking about a different game, The Witcher. But I think this is truly... It's almost like it's Zelda grown-up. Grown-up, yep. It's... Okay, it doesn't really make sense to cut grass and find hearts underneath it. What This doesn't make right. sense, so let's get it, rid of that. Exactly, it makes let's sense get to rid cook of meat. And, yeah. Right, so I think they're just trying to make it, I mean, still very much fantasy-driven, but to some extent make it more realistic. So, I don't know, I'm I'm on board. I like it. I think my biggest complain at this point which may end up just being nothing is the whole thing about like you said the weapons that just fall apart
0: I agree Uh, that's the only thing that I'm worried about alright so after Nintendo the next thing on the list in order of importance and there's not a lot much (laughs) much more stuff that's going to be important Uh, Xbox's conference so the biggest three things I have here that came from Microsoft conference were all hardware related, which is very interesting. So last week I didn't cover this in the pre E3 stuff because I knew we were going to talk about it here. But, uh, the Xbox one S cause they're copying Apple leaked. Um, it's supposed to be a 40% smaller console with 4k video and up to a two terabyte hard drive. And that was pretty much correct all the way around. Um, a little misleading the leaks and a lot of stuff that I saw tweeted after it because the two ninety nine edition actually only gets you 500 gigs. The one terabyte edition gets you three is uh 349 and the two terabyte edition is $400. When I first saw this, I was like, wow. And I think I sent it to you. I think I tweeted or texted. I can't remember, but I was like, whoa, like this is, this is a really good deal. Good job on you, Microsoft. Um, We'll get to why I don't think it's a good deal here in a little bit, but um, what do you think about the Xbox One S,
1: Sean? Um, I don't know. It, I think everybody kind of saw it coming. Um, for the most part, it was right in line with my prediction. I figured yep. slim Xbox, better specs, but I don't think there was any mention of um, what do you call it, Oculus. No, um, no VR. So no VR, but it does do 4K that,
0: video. Now it's not for games, but if you've got Netflix or whatever, you can output 4K.
1: Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I think most people kind of saw that coming. Not, not a huge deal. It's not like I'm going to go run out and buy an Xbox now. So no, it looked like a good deal at the time, but then, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the next thing that was
0: announced was the Xbox design lab. This is actually pretty cool. So you can do custom controllers through the Xbox design lab. Um, these can actually also be used with PCs without a dongle. You no longer need a dongle to use your controllers wirelessly. There's no need for a dongle. Uh, a what? 80, it's a dongle. Oh, okay. Uh, Eighty dollars for a custom controller. You can basically you can uh, custom colors on the front, the back. Um, oh, that was the other thing. The Xbox One S. The actual the controller that comes with that is a little bit different. The only thing that I really noticed, somebody was saying, is that it's got grips or the the way it's contoured in the back or something has changed a little bit from the Xbox One controller and the Xbox Elite controller. But anyways, hmm. um, so the Xbox Design Lab. So, yeah, $80. You can pay $10 extra if you want to engrave it with two-player co-op podcast gaming if you want to. Um, front colors, back colors, button colors, D-pad, sticks, triggers. You can customize it all. It's pretty cool. Um, I actually would like if Sony did something like that. Um, I'm happy with my blue controller and then the regular, you know, black one that came with it. Um, the red ones always look really good, and the white one also. And I love the the PlayStation 20th anniversary one, but I, I think that's pretty hard to come by now. Um, so it's just a cool little thing. The other thing uh, that I, they announced that was pretty big, of course, and this is why. Well, we'll get to this in a second. They ended the concert. No. What? The conference by announcing Project Scorpio, which is what Kotaku reported first that the Xbox 1.5 was going to be codenamed Scorpio. They nailed that. It will do, quote, true 4K gaming. It has eight cores, 320 gigabits memory bandwidth, six teraflops, which is a whole lot, I guess. It's a lot of teraflops. And it will do true 4K. They made it a point to say this will not be upscaled. All the rumors we've heard about the Neo slash PS4K is that, yeah, it can do 4K, but it's mostly just going to upscale stuff. Right. Shots fired. It's coming out holiday 2017. So the way they really treated this is it's almost like they're treating it like it's the Xbox 2. It's almost like they're treating it like a new console that's backwards compatible with Xbox One. My question is, I think it's really weird, and tell me if you agree, that you start off the conference by talking about this new Xbox that's slimmer, probably the size they should have done from the beginning. Oh, it also doesn't have a Connect port, which is funny, which means they've completely given up on Connect. Yeah, It's slimmer. The power supply is inside it. Um, you can get up to two terabytes. All oh, this sounds great. Oh, hey, but guess what? Uh, A little bit over a year from now, you're going to get a much better Xbox for probably $400 with six teraflops, and it can do 4K gaming, and it's basically going to be like a high-powered PC. Why the hell would anybody buy an Xbox One S between now and next holiday? Because I'm sure not. Because when I first saw the Xbox One, I was like, you know what? If I actually cared about Xbox, if I want to play Gears of War... Or any of these exclusives that aren't going to be on PlayStation. And this is when I thought 299 was going to get you two terabytes. I'm like, you know what? They they might have me. But then they announced Scorpio, and that's awesome, and it gets people energized and stuff, but how the hell do they think they're going to sell any of these Xbox One S's? Am I crazy?
1: Well, are they still going to sell? That's not replacing Xbox One.
0: Eventually it's going to, once they sell through the stock, yeah. So that will be the new Xbox One, yeah. And then you'll have. I mean, we've said the Square same PL thing about yep.
1: PS4K, right? Like, why yep. would anybody buy a PS? don't know. I don't. As much as I agree with you that yeah, why would anybody buy it? At the same time, I mean, we've had the same conversation about PlayStation. So they're not the only ones. I I just don't get this whole new means of I don't know doing things but yeah somebody much smarter than me thinks it's a good idea so
0: it's a whole new world Aladdin when it comes to console games so what I alluded to earlier and the reason I think Andy House um made that announcement about Neo not being at the uh at at the E3s I think they got word because clearly they're gonna know what Microsoft's doing they got word. that This console, whatever all these numbers mean that I read off for Scorpio, I don't really know what they all mean. But whatever it means, it is much more powerful than the rumored specs for the Neo slash 4K. So what a lot of people are saying is that PlayStation was like, oh, crap. We abort, abort, abort. We can't do this now. There's no point in putting out a new console that's not even going to be as powerful as Xbox's new console. So we're going back to the drawing board. Yeah, there's something in the works, but
1: we need to kick it up a notch. I mean, the logic makes sense. It seems late in the game to do that. Yeah, I don't...
0: But Sony's conference also was pretty short. It was like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, but it was jam-packed. It was. It was.
1: I don't know. I, I can't see that being... Okay. Ca- I, mean, I, I get it. It makes sense. It all kind of adds up. But I just don't. I don't think they're going to stop and reboot now. After I mean, granted, yeah. It's. I mean, I guess it is official. Now it's
0: official, but they we don't. But debuted, we still don't know what but, it is, right? Right. Um. I don't know. This is very interesting to see what's going to happen because the rumors were that the thing was going to come out in October when PSVR comes out and now they still haven't even shown the thing or said what it is other than the fact that some that some new console exists. That's all we know so far. Right. I don't know. Very interesting. Um, a lot of people like Xbox's conference. I was kind of just meh because I'm just meh about Xbox in general. Um, the other thing, so they showed a lot of games, Gears of War 4, it's getting Horde mode. Um, yay. Sea of Thieves, they showed some new pirate game for Xbox, a lot of people thought it was a joke of a game. Scalebound was shown again. Of course, that got delayed until 2017. Here's what pissed me off about Scalebound. If Platinum Games has put so many resources into Scalebound for this Xbox exclusive, that that's why Ninja Turtles sucked, that <laughs> pisses me off. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know what their different teams do and how all that works, but Scalebound, a lot of people seem intrigued by it. Um it's kinda like a you know, it's like Monster Hunter but on a console with they they say they're going to quote have the biggest boss ever made in any video game of all time. Really? So it's bigger than a Chronos, because I'm pretty sure that's bigger than a like... Colossus or anything in Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Did you play Shadow of the Colossus? I never did. I never but did. I feel like I would love it. Yeah. It's very interesting. Uh, they showed Recore. They showed Final Fantasy Fifteen, Dead Rising Four, Forza Horizon Three, Halo Wars Two that got delayed. Blah blah blah. Stated to K Two. Um, the follow up to Limbo was announced. Divisions getting its DLC. Tekken Seven was talked about. And Akuma. So they canceled Street Fighter X Tekken or Tekken X Street Fighter whatever it was. Akuma is coming to Tekken Seven. It's pretty mm. cool. Yeah. I will say props to them on that, but I don't think that's a uh, exclusive or anything. So whatever. But the big announcement they did have is it seems like every game they announce is going to be cross by with PC. So you buy the game on Xbox One and you got a Windows PC home, hmm, just plug it in and play. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, they talked about cross-play with Minecraft or this Minecraft Realms thing. So I guess Noah playing Minecraft on the iPad could play with people on the Xbox 360 or Xbox One or something. It's all very confusing and I don't really care about it because I don't care about Minecraft, but... That was that. Sean, anything you want to add, sir? No. Are you sure? I know you're such a huge fan Mm -hmm. of Xbox. Yeah, Xbox. Yeah, we we love Xbox so much. All right, we're going to fly through the rest of these, then we're going to get on out of here. I know you guys, I appreciate you sticking with us for two hours so far. Uh, Probably going to go a little bit longer, but not much. So let's talk about those third-party studios. So first, EA, Uh, of course, they showed Battlefield 1. It is officially coming out October 21st. Very interesting. Um, I think they showed the same trailer again. They've already showed for it. It looks beautiful. Um, it's World War One. There was like a bird inside a tank and everybody was freaking out over that. I don't really understand. Uh, and they also showed 64-player multiplayer um, that, so they showed the first peek at real people actually playing the Battlefield multiplayer, and a lot of people liked it. I guess there's a lot of fully automatic weapons that people didn't really think were around in battle in, around the time of World War One, but I guess it is mostly historical, accurate, historically accurate, so we'll see. The reason the Battlefield 1 release date is interesting to me is because, oh, one week later, Titanfall 2 comes out. Same publisher. <laughs> You're putting out two first person shooters one week apart. Uh yeah, hey, we work at um EA Sports and we're going to put out um NCAA Football September 1st and we're going to put out Madden on September 8th. Does that sound great? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. No. Who does that?
1: Is Titanfall first person shooter? Yeah. I was thinking it was more like Gears of War kind of thing.
0: No, first-person shooter with mechs and all that crap. Hmm. Uh, one cool thing about Titanfall, uh, they showed single-player campaign trailer. It looks pretty cool, multiplayer trailers and everything. Um, all the DLC maps and extra modes that they release throughout the life cycle of the game will be free to everybody. That's pretty cool, I must say. When Call of Duty, if you want to get new maps or if you want to get the extra zombies levels and all of this other crap, you got to pay money, no. Titanfall's just saying, hey, whatever we release... You pay us sixty bucks, you're gonna get everything. I think that is pretty cool, and that's actually caring about the consumer for once. Uh which is pretty odd for the um for the gaming industry. A lot of people are hoping to get a Mass Effect date. We did not get that. There's a trailer. Um Mass Effect, I just don't care. Do you care about Mass Effect? No. Okay. Uh, you'll get more info this fall if you do care. It's coming out first quarter. All I know is, just like every other Mass Effect game, you can have sex with aliens and like any alien you want, whatever. I just, I just don't get it. Sorry. A lot of, I mean, a lot of people think it's the best series ever made. Sorry, no offense. I just don't get it. The best part of E3's conference was five seconds. They showed five seconds of Amy Hennig's Star Wars game and I believe it's coming out 2018. They did confirm. All you see is someone, and it is an original story in the Star Wars universe, not connected to any of the movies. so it's in the universe, but it's people we don't know. Pretty cool. All you see is somebody walk out of a house hut thing from, oh God. It looks like it's episode four when Luke, and Ben these are not the droids you're looking for okay when they go to the um, when they meet Han the first time that city I can't I'm blanking I'm sorry everybody it looks like it's set there but you just see him open the door and you see I can't remember if it's TIE Fighter's X-Wings or something flying overhead and everything it just looks absolutely beautiful it's five seconds and it says there this is very early footage it looks absolutely beautiful Hmm.
1: that was the coolest part to me at the whole EA conference anything you want to add? Uh, no i didn't see any of va's stuff but i'm interested in the star wars game that's about it though
0: so bethesda um uh, definitely not as big a conference as they had last year because they announced fallout 4 and everybody loved well not everybody because i don't care about fallout um, and it runs on a janky engine i don't see why everybody gives them a pass for that but you nitpick other games if they don't have 60 frames per second and everything but you give fallout a pass whatever they announced Quake Champions. They brought Quake back. So they brought back Doom. They've brought back Wolfenstein. Now they've brought back Quake. That's pretty much the... So they're doing the same thing that the movie industry is doing. The 90s trifecta. Basically. Yeah, Quake. there's nothing new. Just bring everything back. Yep. Uh, it looks like Quake Champions is... There's no single player to it. It's PC only. It's just multiplayer based. But a lot of people that love Quake back in the day uh, will love that. Did you ever play Quake?
1: I played Quake back in like... The days of like when we would do land parties and stuff. Okay, but that's about. I mean, I don't know. It was it was, fun. It was a huge step up from Doom. I remember that much. Yeah, but I don't know. Again, first person shooter. It was that was before I completely lost interest in them. Right. Because that was before they were a lot more simple back then. Right, and that was before they became just straight up multiplayer like people just live their life to play the game and then they're everybody's right. just too good to where it's no fun. It was before it got yeah. that out of hand. So I, yeah, I do It was fun to play, but I just didn't really care too much about it.
0: Uh, they also announced some more fallout D DLC. I just don't care. Um, sorry. Uh, they announced the reboot to pray. Of course, pray Two got canceled a few years ago. Um, they're not bringing back Prey 2 they're actually rebooting it as Prey. whatever. Um, I want to know your thoughts on this. So Skyrim, there were rumors they were going to remaster it for PS4 and Xbox One. Turns out it's true. Skyrim Special Edition coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And if you already own Skyrim on PC, I believe you get the uh, remaster for free, which is pretty cool. Skyrim kind of seems, other than you know the hundreds of hours you'd probably have to put into it, like it would be up your alley. Is this something you would... Now, the timing is bad, because Last Guardian comes out a few days before it and stuff, but do you think, will you care about Skyrim? And they did say Elder Scrolls Six is being worked on, but it is, quote, very, very, very far away, so it's probably a 2020
1: game at this point. So, do you care about Skyrim? Not really. I don't. Some of my buddies from back in Connecticut got it, and played it, and I'd hear all about it, and they weren't even, like, huge video game nerds but they liked it to me it seems like it would almost be overwhelming but when I see guys like these playing enjoying it it's like well okay maybe it's not that bad honestly there's no way I'm doing both and I would probably lean towards getting The Witcher before I would get Skyrim they're both huge games there's no way I would play them both I don't know I would to me I'm, I'm I don't am i really care too much about it I would probably play The Witcher before I would play Skyrim yeah I
0: I mean I don't have a PC so Skyrim is one of those things that completely passed me by it's also one of those things where I've said I don't want to put hundreds of hours into a game again <coughs> GTA 5 until GTA 6 comes out Um, I, wow we didn't get Red Dead Oh, yeah. I mean, Rockstar doesn't usually do E3, but I just realized We also realized got nothing that.
1: about Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, we'll I'm talk sure. about how
0: horrible our predictions were here in a minute. But um, Yeah, I don't think I want to do Skyrim. I just think it's too much. It's overwhelming to me. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things that Bethesda announced, Fallout 4 is coming to VR. It's exclusive to the HTC Vive in 2017. Um, as broken as that game is and as bad as that engine is, there's no way it could run on PlayStation VR, so it's not coming on that. Funny thing is it's not coming to Oculus. Um, there's a lot of bad blood between Oculus and Bethesda because somebody left Bethesda, I believe. Somebody left Bethesda and went to Oculus. Bethesda sued Oculus because they said they were stealing some designs or you know IP or something like that. Um, so that's why it's coming to only the HTC Vive. And also, they speaking of VR, they also announced the Doom. They were really not very clear about this during their conference they said doom was coming to vr and everybody freaked out um no doom there's like a doom tour kind of like the the fan legacy or whatever it's called now the metal gear Solid remake um so you can basically walk around doom in vr i can't imagine did did you download the demo for that no uh the demo is available you can play the first level of doom i downloaded it last night by the time i got done watching sony's press conference after i got home it was like midnight I turned on Doom, and I played. I was like, no, I am way too tired. My reactions are not <laughs> quick enough right now to play this game. Uh, but, yeah, if you haven't played Doom yet, there's the uh, the demo of the first levels out there uh, for download now. I think it's only available for weeks. So you need to get it quickly. So, Sean, you should probably go on your PlayStation app and just download it now. Yeah, maybe I should. Anything else you want to add about Bethesda?
1: Um, I see first-person shooter... Skyrim first person shooter, first person shooter. <laughs> so no, I'm good. <laughs> We're good. And the last one on here, Ubisoft.
0: The people is it Ubi this. or Ubi? I was going to ask you what you say. I,
1: I say Ubi.
0: I think I go back and forth. Hold on, Ubi I'm just Soft. tired. I definitely say Ubi. I think I Ubi. normally say Ubisoft, but I just said Ubi. It's like <laughs> Ocarina or Ocarina. I say Aka. Yeah, I say Ocarina. Yeah. Um. So Ubisoft's. Is that different? Yeah, I said Ubi the first time. Ubisoft's press conference started out really weird with all these random dancers and like horse heads and all this other stuff. And then they brought Aisha Taylor out, Tyler, to say she's standing there with all these people in these weird costumes. And like all of a sudden, then she's like, and then she talked about Orlando. And I just thought that was very odd. Like yeah. you got all these people dancing and happy. and all. Oh, now let's talk about Orlando. I just thought that was very, very weird and odd. But anyway, so of course they showed Watchdogs Dogs too, some more trailers and everything. Um, I think I'm to the point now, after everything I saw last week, I don't need to see anything more about that game. I'm getting it. I've already pre-ordered it on Amazon. I can't wait to get it. Um, I don't need to see anything more. So I, I'm fine. Sean, South Park, The Fractured, Butthole was uh, was shown. Um, you love RPGs. You love South Park. And if you pre-order the Fractured Butthole, Fractured Butthole, uh, you get the Stick of Truth for free. It's coming in 2017. I don't think that they gave an actual date, but it seems like you would be all over this.
1: I honestly don't. I don't think I know enough. All I know is that it's. A South Park RPG game. A lot of people said it was Game of the Year. Like,
0: it's South Park, so it's South Park. But like the actual gameplay and everything, it won a lot of Game of the Year awards. The Stick of Truth did, yeah.
1: I'll have to look into it. I don't see myself being so excited about it to where I need to pre-order it. But if pre-ordering it means you get Stick of Truth for free, that is tempting. I don't know. I'll do some research on that one. I I think
0: I think you'll love it, but especially and if you get the secret truth for free too, that's pretty cool. Uh, they also announced Star Trek VR bridge thingy. It's what I wrote down here. <laughs> so you basically sit on the the you know the control deck of the I don't know if it's the Enterprise or whatever it is, uh, but it's Star Trek and VR. Yay! I think they closed the cons the conference with this weird game called steep, which is an open world extreme sport game. A lot of people were just like, what the hell are we watching? And a lot of people I saw Twitter was filling up with, uh, GIFs of Remember ski free on the PC where you oh ski down yes. and the snowman, the snowman comes, comes to eat you stuff. and stuff. Oh my God. So it was that, that brought back so many memories um, I don't care about anything in this concert conference except for Watch Dogs 2. Um, then they showed another Assassin's Creed movie trailer. They explained the whole 65% in the present thing, saying that we're trying to not just replicate what the games do. We want to tell our own story and all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. I still think that's a horrible move to put that movie 65% in the present. But, I mean, obviously it's already made, so there's really not a whole lot we can do. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our E3 recap. Woo-wee. That was crazy. This is the episode I've been looking forward to more than anything. But first, before we get out of here, not first, definitely not first, but last, before we get out of here, let's go over our E3 predictions and see how bad they were. My first prediction was God of War 4, whatever, being announced, being revealed, and being dated for March 17th. So I got half that right, I would say. Yeah. Vita priced up to ninety nine ninety nine. Sony did not say the word Vita. Yep. One time, so got that wrong. Final Fantasy VII remake for September two thousand seventeen. Uh, they didn't even say Final Fantasy Seven, so I got that completely wrong. <laughs> Kojima on stage reveals the name of the game, possibly shows something. I friggin nailed that. Yep. Metal Gear Solid remake. Nope. Konami. Nope. And I really thought when the stupid we didn't even talk about. Do you want to talk about the Pachinko thing? Uh, I thought when that came out, we were that. I mean, I texted you. I said, "Yeah, I might be right. They're going to do a remake." Nope. Uh, Half Life Three getting released? No, definitely no. That was a pie in the sky. And the return of NCAA football? Nope. So I got one and a half points out of seven (laughs) predictions. (laughs) How bad did you do?
1: Um. I had Red Dead Revolution wrong um new xbox better specs no 4k Mm. i mean really there's two new xboxes um but oculus support yeah i'll give you partial points for that i'll I'll give you half there um i just have written god of war 4 i don't remember exactly what my prediction was you didn't do it because it was same as mine so i'll give you a half point for that too yeah so you're I think you're gonna beat me. Um New Resident Evil. I pretty much nailed You nailed that. that. I'll give you a full point for that. Um PlayStation All Stars 2, nope. <laughs> Last of Us Two, nope. Oh my god, that's right. Wow. Um and then the new Zelda being more Final Fantasy twelve like.
0: Yeah, you kicked my butt. You got like two and a half to one and a half points, or three you might have had three.
1: Two and a half to one and a half?
0: Yeah. You had at least two and a half. I think you might have had three, because yeah, sure. I got one for Kojima
1: and I got a half for uh, yeah. I got God of War. one, one, a half, and a half. So you got. Three. But my predictions were also less out there than yours. Yeah, I. Hmm. I should have come up with Crash though, because I was looking. I didn't go back far enough. That's what I was trying to do with PlayStation All Stars was look for some random old game. I... I didn't go nearly far enough back, but
0: I thought about doing. I thought about predicting a new Crash game. I never thought they would remaster PS1 games. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, But if they could remaster that, then hey, Konami can remaster Metal Gear. But I guess not. Yeah. So, good job. In our first annual E3 predictions, you definitely beat me. And that is it for episode 25. Ooh, boy, it's been a long one. This is our, uh, like I said, my most anticipated episode. This is like Christmas, like I said, for nerds like us. We really appreciate all y'all being here for us. Hope you hang on for these two-plus hours and listen to all this. Uh, tweet at us. Let us know your thoughts. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at White. We are together at 2player underscore co-op. Let us know what you thought about E3. Um, how much money are you going to be giving away to Sony and Microsoft? Because, yeah, mine's probably up to over $200, $300 based on this. press. No, way over $300 based on this press conference alone. Especially if you have VR. Oh God. Then yeah, <laughs> we're getting over seven, eight hundred dollars. Oh boy. Hey. We made it through twenty five episodes. Appreciate everybody here uh, being here with us through all twenty five episodes. I'm tired, Sean's tired, we're out of alcohol. So Sean, take us out. Thank you for playing.